Hello, good evening, and welcome uh, to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Get that, amigos. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you guys with us tonight as uh, we are broadcasting live on YouTube. And of course, you can listen to this and other of our previous editions of this podcast on uh, the uh, podcast centered iTunes as well as in Google Play. So thank you very much for joining us. A uh, lot to talk about this week. We missed our show last week. So that gives us uh, twice as many topics in which to uh, dig into. As always, we have a distinguished panel of guests with us this evening. Uh, none uh, more more so distinguished than the gentleman who joins us from from South Los Angeles. Of course, I'm talking about uh, Joel Aceves. Joel? Guadalajara finally got the big win. Yes, it took eight weeks, but... It finally came, and it was indeed a big win away at Pachuca. I was not expecting that win. Uh, so I'm glad to be wrong because it throws away my prediction. I did say that they will not qualify to the league, but with that win, and then... Well, well let me ask you this. Would you, would you rather would you rather be wrong and yes. because Chivas did that, or would you rather Chivas not made it and, and, and be happy that you were correct? No, I'd rather be wrong. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to have been right for the most of the season. Uh, so if, but, you, if you walked up to Chivas in the bar and you said, Honey, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right? Correct. Okay. And, uh, well, they, they, they go up against Pumas, and they're hosting Pumas, and Pumas has been a train wreck. Uh, I, will, so, I will say this about Pumas. There's only one way to describe Pumas, and it's... Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I, and I've been, well, I've been warning y'all and, and the listeners, and we had a discussion of this with with, uh, with Martin a few weeks ago. Pumas is in; uh, they're in dire shape, and I'm I'm not so sure that they have the uh, management and the wherewithal to uh, pull them out of, of 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 the mess that they've created for themselves. And I'm not so sure that Pumas is going to be. Uh, and it pains me to say this, but, uh, but, but, but Pumas is a major candidate to drop next season, not this season. Okay. And I don't know if they're going to be able to get out of it. Yeah. Frankly. I don't want to turn this into a Pumas. Yeah. No, we'll but, talk about it later. We'll not, talk about it. Not, not because, because I, I mean, I just want to, yeah. I want to finish with the Chivas, but it, it does seem that, uh, you know, they took a big risk getting, getting rid of two players that they might have been old, but they were definitely the heart of the team, which was like the Picolin and, and the defender, Verón. Yes, Tario Verón. And uh, I think those two guys, you know, they, they would have they would have made a difference. Yeah, no, they would have. I mean, at least, uh, at least it kind of keeps some stability. No, yeah, but well, we'll talk about Pumas a little later. Yeah. It's, uh, so, yeah, so provided Chivas should, should get the three points at home, uh, you know. But you never know with... with same with Jaguares, you know, we were expecting that win. And I, I remember you asked me, and I was like, well, we never know, man. And it's, it's just – so, I mean, it all depends how things are at Puma Central. I don't know. But obviously it's it's a, the game should be in favor of Chivas. If they get those three points at six, and that sets them up pretty good for the for the um, Super Clasico, which is where I was expecting the, the nail to be put in. And she has aspirations, but that might not be the case anymore. So, and, and uh, just to finish on that note, 
America did announce that all proceeds of that Clásico are going to a, to a charity for the earthquake. Yeah, they're going to earthquake relief. Uh, there was a major earthquake last week in off the, the southern coast of Mexico in Chiapas, uh, which, uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, could, could there be a worse possible place for an earthquake to happen in Mexico than Chiapas? One of one of Mexico's poorest uh, poorest regions, and it just it just devastated the area. And uh, that night, actually, it was after we had our our, our meeting. When I saw the news about the earthquake, I immediately contacted all my you know the folks that I saw then, and everybody said, "Hey, it just shook a while, but but it wasn't you know nothing too major, at least so." So Mexico City, at least, was spared for that. But obviously, uh, the other areas of the country were were not, and it was just uh, just incredibly. Uh, Devastating, and as I told my my cousin, I said I, my mix, I miss Mexico City a lot, but I sure don't miss the earthquakes. So, oh, oh, one last thing, I I almost forgot one one interesting Chivas. Hey, be, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Just because Chivas won doesn't doesn't let you talk for the next fifteen minutes, dude. Come on. <laughs> uh, but ahead. this this is now. It's been now two years since Almeida arrived, so. He's he's officially so he's like the longest the longest tenured coach and then how long? In Vergara since Vergara took over, he's the longest lasting coach. So he's he's played six finals, he's won four. Uh so I mean, Wow. That's he's, impressive. He's, yeah, ideal coach. Unfortunately there's a good chance he might leave in December. So we might get well, into that. Well that goes without saying. Yeah, that goes with that. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But we do have other folks to introduce. Uh, we also have uh, over in, uh, in Hayes County, uh, about uh, about 30 miles like as the crow flies from here, but a good hour and a half by car uh, in Kyle, Texas, talking about uh, Albert uh, Beto El Chiquis Campa. Chiquis, how are you, sir? Yes, I'm doing good. So, Chiquis, am, am I the only one that are, that are throwing up the uh, – about Pumas, or are you uh, starting to see it as well? Yeah, I'm throwing up the uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. The, this this one right here. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> I I wish I could laugh about it, but unfortunately, it's uh, it it, it is going to be a major problem. It is going to be a major major problem. Yeah, I don't know if I, I agree with, I don't know if I agree with getting rid of all there's affected. I think it's just uh, a mixture of other things. And eventually, it was going to happen. Those guys weren't. Well, to me, you know, Picolin and and, and Veron were. I mean, they were great players. Remember, I mean, you know, Veron particularly was was outstanding. Uh, you know, a national team player for Paraguay uh, played in the quarterfinal against Spain in uh, in, in, in 2010, uh, and 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 held his own. I mean, I think if I remember right, Spain scored their goal on a penalty. So, I mean, certainly stifled one of the one of one of the more creative attacks uh, in recent memory. But you know he was you know he was on the, on the wrong side of thirty five, but to me the the biggest mistake they made this 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 uh, this past uh, off season as far as moves was to get rid of Matias Britos because I mean he really was kind of the heart and soul of that offense I mean and he was a, a gamer I mean he was a, a, a small little dude but he had goal and he had he had major I mean he could he could do he could he could do it with his head or with his feet and he just had that you know he had that. Uh, that colmillo that uh, that that you need a, a player to have, uh, you know, just to, to kind of get you. And he was always going to give you his 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 best effort, and more often than not, he was going to score. I mean, and he scored some big goals for Pumas. And uh, to get rid of him, I thought was was a major mistake. 
because they, I mean, they don't have anybody uh, to replace him. Uh, they have a couple of Chileans that are just not very good, and Ramello and this other this other Spaniard guy that is just is just they're just not. I mean, they're, they're nowhere near as good as, as Benitos was. It was it was a, a very puzzling move, and now it's going to end up costing them. And the worst thing for Pumas is the fact that uh, their their best seasons uh, a couple of years ago when they had when they made it all the way to the final, they had like a thirty something point season. Well, that season falls off the books starting next year. So if they continue having these really bad seasons, they're going to be, and like I said, they're they're in a, they're going to be in a major uh, relegation snit. And I'm not so sure they have the players, uh, the coaches, or the the management to get them out of it. So 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 Pumas is in a major problem, major major problem. It's very unfortunate. But we're glad to have you. Glad to have you along, though. Chicas don't want to don't want to make you feel bad or anything, but it's uh, it's it's definitely something to keep an eye on. And uh, last but not least, we have with us uh, joining us from uh, Escondido, California, a gentleman who. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed watching his 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 chosen one forward score hat trick last night in Juarez. Of course, we're talking about uh, Daniel Preciado. Daniel, how are you? Doing good, John. Evening, everybody. Yeah, it was a pretty good, uh, pretty good showing by the kid. Um, you know, it's it was a cup game, but all everything, you know, little by little. But uh, hopefully, this kind of forces the hand a little bit to give the kid more. Uh, yeah. More minutes and actual minutes in uh in league play because uh, we need those goals. Absolutely, and, and Furch, you know, every, every time we uh, we complain about it or make fun of, him, he ends up scoring. But he just he's he's out of every what would you say? I mean, he's like maybe gets one out of every what six or seven chances instead of where you'd want it, like every three or four. Yeah, I mean, it, he's become a a verb. La furcho. La furcho. Wow. Wow, I mean, you know that's that is, that's notorious uh, status when 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 you're able to right when your name becomes a verb in because a negative light. The 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 inventors of the lexicon don't give verbs for people to do things well. No, typically not. Even you know, no one ever says la barceloniaron. I mean, you just never hear that. No, and even when it's um, yeah, it's always kind of negative. Even like when um, with with chicharo, that that kind of. Um, Right, that chicharillo, you know that, that that that's another one too. Even when he makes it, right. it's almost like for a tapping. But yeah, it's uh, he hasn't been exactly uh, lighting the world on fire, and uh, there's not a whole lot of guys there to begin with to to, to put the ball in the net. So, but yeah, positive signs for for for, for him because he's he's young and uh, and the finishes were all pretty pretty good quality. They were not bad. They, yeah, I mean the first one, you know, person, I thought it was his best one. I mean, he just tried it. And it worked, and hey, you know, I mean, he and it, he was so collected about it too, which is what I. I mean, you really have to have, you know, as I say in in in, in the mother tongue, said any dialect. It seems like 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 he has that. You know, he he didn't rush it. He just he just say, hey, man, I'm you know, I'm going to try to see if it works, and it worked perfectly. I mean, perfectly. And uh, yeah, so I'm. I'm uh, there, there are some. I know that so we want to talk. We'll, we'll we'll get into some of the uh, the more specific sort of later because uh, we would do want to jump right into the national team first. But I know that the Chiquis is, oh, is, okay. is like it's like it's like just grabbing the, the the couch, getting ready to jump in. But we'll you know we'll do that here in a second, Chiquis. We have you know since we missed our show last week, uh, which, which frankly we we couldn't have picked the worst time to to not do a show after after Mexico qualifies for the World Cup. But uh, but we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it tonight uh, when we last left you. Uh, we had all made predictions that uh, that Mexico uh, would uh, 
Well, we were sitting – if they didn't qualify, they were going to be extremely close. And some said – I think Dan I think said you said that they would do it. Now, the uh, the the factor we didn't take into account for Mexico to be able to qualify against Panama was, was we all thought that Honduras was going to be the one that was going to lay the egg. And it turned out to be the United States. And that was what allowed Mexico to qualify well, when they uh, beat uh, Panama 1-0. And then they went ahead and uh, tied uh, – Costa Rica 1-1 uh, down in San Jose, where uh, uh, I personally believe that they, they, they play probably their best half of soccer under Juan Carlos Osorio. But uh, Mexico's in the World Cup, and uh, they are uh, fully – I mean, I don't know if it really matters, but uh, they're, it, it seems like they're going to end up uh, uh, at the top of the, of, the, of the hexagonal, which I guess is good. And then we just found out today that they actually have uh, quite a few more things to play for. Uh, as it turns out that the uh, that the the FIFA announced uh, today the rules of the draw and they're going to decide the uh, four groups of eight teams uh, by not by region like it used to be but by FIFA ranking and that includes groups one through four. So in theory, Mexico should finish uh, within uh, within the eighth, and I say eight because Russia uh, is going to be seated, but they're nowhere near the top eight. So there it'll be seven teams plus them. So Mexico should finish between if they finish between eight and fifteen in the FIFA rankings, and they will be in in slot two. So still some stuff to play for, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll see how that how that how that plays out. But uh, I'll, I'll ask uh, I'll ask you, Dan, since you you seem to be the one that was the most optimistic going into these games. Uh, you know, ever since the whole Siete uh, Cero thing, and I know that you know we'll set the Confed Cup aside. We had in the Andens podcast said that, you know, there was always going to be a minimum, you know, a threshold that Osorio was going to have to meet in order for him to, you know, keep going basically. And he's in, in every, uh, two game, uh, chunk that they've had for these hex, he has, uh, he's, he's always won one and he's either won the other or tied. So he's either, he's gotten a minimum of four, of four points in, uh, four of the five, uh, chunks. So, you know, he just keeps going. Yeah, he seems to have uh, – at least he gets the team to beat the teams they should, it seems like. So the Leicester competition, I guess they're not laying eggs, which is, I guess, good. Because, I mean, obviously, I think for the longest time, most of us have always considered Mexico in the World Cup as a as an automatic. Last time around, that, that kind of came into question. And yeah, th- this time around, he he's done a great he's done a great job in qualifying. I mean, tournaments aside, the qualification process has been. I mean, you couldn't ask for more. Right. It's uh, you know, and I know that a lot of people and Joel uh, included and some other folks on here, and and rightly so, have said that this is, you know, not the strongest Concacaf group that the hexagonal that we've had over the past, you know, three at least at least since nine since. Probably since since 2006, when Mexico had another just an incredible cakewalk to, uh, to to qualify for the World Cup, but they still had you know a couple of stump, but uh, a couple of stumbling blocks. But this one, um, you know, if 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 it's not as strong as people say, then 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 I mean, what can we say about the United States? I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean, their fans have got to be just absolutely pulling their hair out right now. I mean, seriously, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, well, we know how it feels because we've been through it a few times, but. Uh, you know that that game against Panama for 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 the U.S. is is apt. I mean, it, I could not think of a of a bigger game that would be played on U.S. soil uh, for, for the U.S. really ever. And they're playing in Orlando, which is going to be, I guarantee you, fifty percent Panamanian. Yeah, it's going to be a 
probably their hardest qualification process in recent memory since they've started qualifying to tournaments, I think. I can't think of another yeah, tournament well, where they, they, they the struggled at all. One, they had uh, they needed a, a Paul Caligiri goal in, in TNT, a late second half goal that ended up uh, putting them through to uh, to Italia 90. But after that, I mean, and then also in 98, if I'm not mistaken, they had to beat, uh, I want to say it was maybe Costa Rica, or maybe I can't remember who it was, but it was in the last game. And they ended up, they played in Portland and ended up winning three. So why they don't play in Portland uh, more, frankly, baffles me because that, that is, that is one of their best home field advantages, I think. But, but anyway, so yeah, so the, the U.S. Uh, right now is sitting uh, on nine points with Honduras. Uh, Panama is in third place with 10. And uh, the, uh, the draw that Costa Rica had with, with Mexico, if, if Costa Rica had won the game, then they would have qualified. Now what they've done is that they've, they've qualified for at least a repechaje. But the fact, by virtue of Panama having 10 points, uh, Costa Rica still hasn't fully qualified for the World Cup. And they play Honduras. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that game will be in San Jose. So Honduras versus uh, Costa Rica. Now Honduras can really, really, really do themselves a, a world of good. Uh, if they if they win that game in Costa Rica and then Panama plays in the U.S., so both teams, uh, for for the most part, uh, still I know Honduras probably still needs a little more help, but they they essentially still control their own destiny. Uh, and and uh, I guess Honduras not Honduras does need the U.S. To, to to drop some points here and there, so that's not entirely true. Yeah, it looks like it's it's probably gonna come down to the last uh, last fixture to see how it all shakes down. It looks like Trinidad and Mexico are gonna get a chance to play the spoiler role, right? And uh, because Mexico will be in uh, San Pedro Sula, and then Trinidad will be, I guess, at home against the U.S. Which, again, it's it's not a guarantee for the U.S. that they're gonna win that game. Mexico had had a very hard time. Everybody has a hard time going. I mean, that's a long flight. Because you're going to the you know the South American coast essentially when you go down to TNT, uh, so that's uh, you have to imagine they're going to be really up for a game like that. I mean that that yeah, a chance just, to knock out the states, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that's got to got to be a huge motivator for, for for the team, even though they're they're already yeah. well out well out of contention. But and they they've had an extremely disappointing qualification process. I think we all kind of saw them as. Because they always seem to give Mexico a, 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 a hard time, so I, I guess I figured they'd be scrapping with the rest of the teams. I thought it was going to be like a four. I thought it was going to be a free fall for that fourth spot. I, I kind of just figured uh, Costa Rica, the U.S., and Mexico would, would kind of easily claim those three spots, but it's not it's not working right. out that way. Well, we always thought it would be between, uh, between Panama and Honduras for the. Uh, but I think we all. I mean, four. a year ago. We are. We're all kind of saying the same thing about this U.S. team. Um, yeah, but I, don't, was, I don't necessarily think that we were saying that they were going to, you know, be in danger of not qualifying. Though I, I personally thought that the loss in Costa Rica was a big uh, red flag, where I thought they may struggle because they they started off so slow and put them so behind already. Right. Um, I did see this as a, uh, as, a, but I saw the team improve so much under under Bruce when he first came on that I was like, okay, obviously he's he's right of the ship, and they're kind of back to what they used to be. But I, think, uh, I don't think so. I mean, I maybe maybe we're. Much. What's that? I don't think they improved too much when he came on. I think the uh, I think they're still going to qualify even in third. I think Panama and Honduras are going to going to hose themselves in their remaining matches, and and the whole argument is going to be. 
you know, the back and forth rivalry with U.S. and Mexico. That's already started. Like U.S. fans have already stated, well, we're going to qualify easier than Mexico did last year, last, uh, you know, last World Cup qualifying, which is sort of mediocre talk, but extremely mediocre talk. Um, I think they're going to, I think they're going to have it uh, go through no problem on three, on third place. Right. I mean, ultimately it's, it's, it's a non-issue if they qualify. I mean, sure, it costs their coach the job, but but ultimately, that's that's really the goal. So it doesn't matter well, if you, you go in. Right. I can think of so many, teams, or, you know, Mexico included, uh, that 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 used. I mean, Uruguay went through the playoff in 2010 and made it to the semifinals. And you know, Germany uh, made it had to go through the playoff in 2002 and they made it to the final. So, you know, and there's it, a lot it's of people really... that think Mexico's best performance, World Cup performance in recent memory was was this last one, and that's coming off the horrid yeah. uh, qualification. So. If anything, that kind of gives us uh, some hope going into the next summer. That you never know what what because uh, obviously the players. Well, it certainly gives, it gives U.S. fans some hope because I mean, really, what just just getting there is is you know that's you know, and especially for countries, uh, you know, for for national teams like the U.S. and Mexico and you know, like the Perus and the you know, to a lesser degree, maybe the Colombias of the world. Who you know, they might have a but but really, you know, you know, you play the World Cup as I mean, you have really don't really have that much pressure because you're although it might be a little different whether but I mean like the US for sure is going to be in that bombo 3 that we talked about the uh, so that's the what I was about group. to mention yeah. yeah I mean there's no chance they're going to be in the top 2 that's just not going to but they're not going to drop as far as the fourth one right so they'll, that they'll still be, puts them in the potentially a horrible team yeah yeah exactly a horrible group I mean they're going to they're going to be in a they're going to be in a group of death no matter what I mean the let's yeah. and so yeah so they're going to get stuck with uh you know, like if, you know, they could have a group of, say, Argentina, France, USA, and then, you know, pick, uh, you know, pick someone. Because you have teams right now like France and Italy, and Italy that are. France, Italy, Uruguay. And that 8 and to 16 range. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell, actually, we'll tell you, we'll, we'll talk, we'll say who they are right now. We have, uh, in that slot, we have, uh, okay, so it's going to be the top seven plus. Russia, and as it stands right now, that's going to be Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, Belgium, Poland, and Switzerland. Not too thrilled about Poland and Switzerland being there. I think that those are very beatable teams. Now, wouldn't that be fantastic if Mexico gets Poland or Switzerland in a group? It would be great. Anyway. Uh, uh, and then uh, the next, uh, so that's going to be them plus Russia. And then 8 through 15, as it stands right now, are France, Chile, Colombia, Spain, uh, Peru, Wales, Mexico, all of them still very much in the uh, and then England, all of them still very much in the running to uh, to qualify. So 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 all, all now here's what's going to get interesting for Mexico. Now I, and reading somebody uh, by the name of uh, Michel Richaud, who's kind of like our Mexican soccer uh, numbers guru, uh, he says that uh, he said this is that this will help Mexico not. I'll say Sientan bien. Esto ayudará a que México no acabe en un grupo de la muerte. Estaríamos en el mismo bombo que otros importantes. And, uh, muy buena noticia. Instalados en el bombo 2 con España, Francia, Chile, Colombia, Italia. No es poca cosa. And, uh, Martina asks, is there any chance that we can go into, uh, go out of pot two? And he says, yes, but they're minimal. If you win, if you beat GNT, then it's done. And not only that, but there's going to be out of Peru, Colombia, Chile, and Argentina, one of them is not going to go to the World Cup, and they're above Mexico anyway. So Mexico so Mexico basically has two spots of, of, of wiggle room right now 
And if they beat TNT, according to Michel, who, who actually has a spreadsheet and crunches the numbers, uh, he says that Mexico will probably, uh, be end up in, in that bumble too. Can't say the same about the U.S. though. So they're going to be in a, in, in a, in a group and let's go through the A315 and those are <clears throat> Chingao. Excuse me. That's, uh, France, Chile, Colombia, Spain, uh, Peru, Wales, Mexico, England. So, you would think that that's not going to waver that much, but as it says, either Chile, Peru, Colombia, or one of the, not all of those are going to qualify for the World Cup. So, uh, that is, uh, that is definitely, uh, good news, good news for Mexico then. Of course, we'd like to hear what, what, what y'all have to say on the chat. I know that we have some folks that are, that they're, are, that are they're currently 14th, this. right? Who's that? Mexico? Yeah, Mexico's 14th. They did not, they did not move. Uh, uh, you would think that if, you know, a, a loss would be devastating, but, uh, as, uh, or, or at least a little more nerve wracking than it should be. Let's see, where is Honduras on this magic list? Well, I guess I was thinking more of a missed opportunity. Cause as bad as the summer that they had, at least, per, at least our perception of, of how it went, 14th ain't all that bad. They went down two spots, I believe. No, they didn't. No? That's what I saw, unless I read it wrong. No. In the last ranking, I think they stayed the same. Oh, yeah, they stayed the same. I was looking at uh, England. Went down too much. Oh, but going back to the U.S. and the, uh, and the comparison to Mexico last cycle, uh, I think Mexico had a good team last cycle. They just didn't perform. This cycle, U.S. doesn't have... Uh, they're, they're, their players are older. Pulisic is their only young and good player right now, and so I think even they, even though they qualify, I think relatively easily in third place, uh, they're going to go out. They're going to go out hard in, in the World Cup. They just aren't not up to par. They're going to either have to rely on a whole ton of grit uh, to make it past the group stage, or but I think that's not going to be enough. Well, it's, it's sort of. A I hear grit, and I think um, defensively organized and and. Hard to break down. That's not this team. This well, team has yeah, gaping yeah. holes on defense. Yeah, so in mean, some ways, like they almost are, are forced to play. Gonzalez is going to have to be the, the the stud at the back line. Gonzalez is going to have to do everything. The other guys aren't very good, but uh, the, the the grid, I guess, is just like running their hearts out. Even Altador, who uh, you know, and, and Dempsey, who aren't the speedsters. Yeah, but see, but but that's the problem with the U.S. and Mexico though when it comes to World Cup go because you know that that's great, and and you know run all you want in the group stage, but by the time that they go to the uh, you know the round of sixteen, they they've expended so much energy just 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 getting out of the group stage, that that their legs are gone gone by the time they get to the uh, to the round of sixteen, and it's just you know you yeah. know both teams and in, in the last two World Cups I mean we're just we're just you know barely hanging on. So um, what do you do, John? Um, Assuming that Mexico wins their first two games in, in their group, and they have a chance to either rest a bunch of players or, or or try to win the group. Well, I think it depends on uh, what's on the other side, right? On, on, on what the cruce is. I mean, if your cruce is if yeah, if there's a group where it's like, I'm just throwing names out there. If it's uh, Greece, no, 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 like. Uh, uh, okay, like 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 Germany, France, and then you know, then it's like who cares? Because you know, pick your poison. You know, you know, it doesn't matter where you come first or second because it's 
Kind of like Holland, you know, but, 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 Argentina. Yeah, exactly. Or if the uh, now let's look here. If the uh, what was it? What was it for Costa Rica? It was Chile, Greece, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Greece exactly. But I mean, but that group was so was 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 very reasonable. But like, if you look at uh, at uh, eight through sixteen, I mean, it could be uh, you know France, Chile, Colombia, Spain. But you know, so if you have a chance to play, you know, a Peru or Colombia or you know a Wales or somebody like that, where you might have you were where there's a significant difference, you know, between Germany and Peru. Then yeah, you you would you would I, I would absolutely try and 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 try and get the more favorable advantage. Absolutely, but but again, I mean, but that doesn't necessarily. It also depends on who you're playing, and uh, I mean, there's there's obviously a lot of factors in there, but but I just, uh, I mean, I've always thought that uh, that that to me is is the difference between the uh, the top teams in, in 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 the top national teams in the world and the and, and the rest is that they use the group stage to get ready for the tournament, and for the rest of us, it's. You know the, the group stage is the tournament for us, and then if and if you can make it through, it, it's it's a bonus for them. It's it's their preseason, it's their pretemporada. That's just the reality. Yeah, a comment from MJP: Mex won't make it out of the group stage with Osorio if they get a competitive group. I tend to agree. Um, Osorio hasn't done anything in, in in tournaments at all, even in a sorry tournament like Gold Cup. So, okay, so let's talk about that. So uh, let's go down to uh, seventeen through. Mentioning the Gold Cup though is kind of lame. All right, That's so seven, so seventeen through twenty-three are almost all European. European you can't do nothing. <laughs> it's almost all European, and it's uh, Italy, Croatia, Slovakia, Northern Ireland, Costa Rica, Iceland, Sweden, Ukraine. So Mexico could draw. I mean, even with Italy still lurking, they could go uh, Germany, Italy, Mexico, you know, Egypt. So I mean, it could still happen. It could still happen. So I mean I, I don't necessarily think that Mexico wouldn't have an opportunity to beat other. I mean they they, they proved that they can beat Croatia for sure. You know I mean they've done it repeatedly. Uh, Slovakia's Northern Ireland's beatable, Iceland's beatable, Sweden's beatable, Ukraine is beatable. So I mean it. I don't necessarily think it'll be as 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 crazy competitive as 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 it could have been for sure for Mexico. I mean by by virtue of getting that bombados, I mean that really uh, saves their. Saves their skin for sure, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I could see how. I mean, Osorio has uh, has proven that uh, you know if he that he can you know beat lesser competition, he hasn't proven that he can beat better competition, and that's uh, that that is certainly going to be the biggest test for for Mexico in the in the upcoming World Cup. Now, I mentioned this at the beginning, and I don't know if you all agree, but uh, in watching the Mexico play Costa Rica, uh, I thought that that first half that they played, uh, I know they got an autogol, but was was as good a first half as 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 they showed in the entire in the entirety of the Osorio process that uh, that we've seen over the past uh, what is it now three years uh, since uh, the, his first game against El Salvador in in twenty fifteen uh, I just I thought that the way that they were connecting uh, the, the chances they were creating uh, the fact that they were taking outside shots they were you know uh, crashing the box when when he, I mean and 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 good on set pieces. Uh, Solid defensively. It was just a really, it was a very good, uh, uh, I guess, interpretation of, of what it was that he wanted to do. And it, it was, it was frankly very surprising to see them play as well as they did in Costa Rica with, with essentially absolutely nothing to play for. Was I the only one that thought that or am I being crazy? Coel, am I being crazy? 
Nothing to play for, at least in my opinion. I know some people were, I think, more more from a from a fan perspective, like this whole sense of pride where we have to win kind of thing. But no, absolutely. This game was a practice game. And, and, and if anything, and, it was and, just and, to shut people up right. for two seconds. And it wasn't as if Costa Rica was, was just out there for Cascarita. I mean, they had the World Cup qualification in the bag if they if they won that game. So it wasn't like they were just playing somebody that was, you know, that they were, you know, playing it just to play. And and, and I, I think it actually says a lot about the actual personnel that were out there as well. Uh, Raúl Jiménez was a center forward, and he was outst- outstanding. I mean, as good a, as good a game as he could score without scoring a goal that that that, that a center forward could have. I mean, he was he just has really good ball skills, and uh, to me, that if, if you're going to play the possession game, you got to have a guy like that. And he just I mean, I I hope that he gets playing time this year uh, in Benfica because I think that he could be a he could be a major asset to Mexico uh, uh, more so than Chicharito, in my opinion, uh, in the upcoming world. I just think I just think he has he has more more to offer. And I'm not saying that Chicharito shouldn't start. I think Chicharito can certainly you know come in off the wing and they can you know interchange for sure. But as far as playing center forward, I don't. I think it's Raúl and there's everybody else. And and he had an outstanding game in in. Uh, in Costa Rica, Chiquis, well, you watched the game. Were you? Uh, what did you come away with? Uh, I mean, I thought I, I can agree with you. I didn't. It didn't really stand out, maybe to me, as much the first half how Mexico played. But I was, I was pretty happy with everything. Uh, maybe I was distracted at uh, trying to criticize Costa Rica and and their players. I've been, at least in my mind, inundated with uh, Kaylor Navas praise and and. Uh, and love, so I was sort of looking for, for something to hate, which I did find, and uh, maybe I was distracted from the overall game from Mexico. <laughs> but that's sort of another topic. What were you looking for in Costa Rica? What did you see? Um, well, I, I, on Navas, Kaylor Navas, I just see so much, and maybe it's because he's a CONCACAF guy, um, but I don't see the big deal around him. Even watching Real Madrid games, I see some good stuff. And in the U.S. game, I will admit there was one save that was just spectacular. I was like surprised at the reflexes he had, but he caused the own goal in the Mexico game. And yeah, but he also had yeah, some pretty spectacular there were, there were some good saves. I wouldn't say spectacular, but there were some good saves. Uh, one well, of, I mean, he's not going to act like Gordon Banks stopping Pele every week, but I mean, you know, he's, you know, he positions himself well. I mean, he. I mean, I, 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 I can, I, I guess, you know, there's a lot of thought that you know maybe goalies are kind of a dime a dozen, but the fact is, is, is that he plays on on the best team in the world. Starts starts on the best team and then stars on the best team in the world. So of course he's gonna, be, of course he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be looked at there. I mean, there was the same thing that happened when you know when Hugo was playing in Real Madrid and Rafa was at Barcelona. When you have a player from our area that that that, that play on specifically those teams because they they are. I mean, I know that. You know, maybe Manchester United and Liverpool will, uh, you know, might compete. But but as far as the the most popular teams on the planet, it, it's those two, and there's everybody else, especially in Latin America. You know, if, if most Latin Americans are gonna, if they're gonna follow a European team, it's gonna be one of those two teams. I think in Concacaf, in its present form, I think you have to just tip your hat and say they're the best player of the region. If because if to, to to hold a, a starting position on, on any one of those two teams is 
it's no small feat. And it's not like they haven't been. Well, right. I mean, it's not like they, like the, the minute you don't perform for, for that team, it's, I mean, they, they got rid of Hamas, Hamas. I mean, they, they just, you have to perform, especially Barcelona, maybe not as much, but Real Madrid for sure. I mean, they're, they're, if you're not there holding your own, they're like, they're like, why, why are you even here? They will get rid of you. You know, they, they, they have no remorse. They are they are just there. So I mean, so so, and I know they've been trying to get other. Uh, they they were trying to get the half for the longest time, but even still, he's he hasn't embarrassed himself in the slightest. He may not be. I know there's this tendency to not want to give him credit for some reason. I don't know if it's a regional type of rivalry, type of hate well, kind of thing. Well, Dan, do you think it's the same thing as when people say, "Well, well when Chicharito is a Manchester United, all oh, you know, all he does is come in and score goals." I'm mean, right. Or the fact that, or well, it's funny that you mentioned that one of the other criticisms was that he was never a starter, which I kind of argue with. I think at, at some point he was um, undoubtedly the starter at Man- Manchester United, uh, not at Real Madrid, but because of that, he 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 can't make that claim. Like we 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 can't just give him that title of the best player. I think, and and no one's lighting the world on fire so much in, 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 on a really good team to say that that they're better. I mean, I, I know it's impossible to compare a goalkeeper and a field player, but still, I don't see an issue with, with saying that he's the best. I mean, you know, so what? I mean, he's. It's not like him being there has affected Mexico's ability to beat them. So that's why I right. don't care. I'm like, fine, take the title. I mean, they did beat him two zero in Mexico City, and. I mean, other than the Caso, Costa Rica has only beaten Mexico one other time in, in, in qualifying. So, yeah, Mexico's beaten with him on goal like plenty of times, enough times, I guess I should say. Yeah, right, if not. But he's still playing for Real Madrid, and you know, Real Madrid right now is without question the the strongest team on the planet, and uh, you know, certainly the most successful. And you know, that that's uh, what I talked about earlier about uh, getting rid of players. You know, the minute they don't perform, just goes to show you. It's just a testament of, of how outstanding uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has been over the past. What how, how long has it been there? Like, like seven, eight years now. That that he's been able to to maintain his level of play into his thirties, and then and and and, and being able to stay at that club. I mean, that's Beto has a reason for that. I, I got a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it goes to the same thing as. Uh... As uh, as Kaylor Navas, like I would, I would love to just be a fly following him around, and or or like lit, reading a autobiography, biography, whatever, on his life and how he was able to get that position at Real Madrid, and even and the same with Ronaldo, like behind the scenes how they practice because I wouldn't doubt that everything revolves around him, and because you, you you see whenever they they don't pass to him or they try to shoot instead of center the ball to him, he'll get mad and he'll yell at his own players. So part of part of the whole system or part of part of his success, I think, is that the whole system is based and centered around Yeah, I, what, what kind of crazy coach would design a system around the best player in the world? What an idiot. Yeah, yeah I can but, see all yeah, that problems. Yeah, but what what kind of what kind of shots are the majority that he gets? Chicharito type shots like tap ins. So I would understand, like in the like a. Have you ever seen a Ronaldo take a shot from long distance? Okay, yeah, I admit that that happens, but the majority, a lot of his goals are, you know, headers, tap-ins, which are, you know, the headers are amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have a point. 
but I'm just saying that, uh, you know, the system revolves around him. If a system were to revolve any around any other player, even, you know, not as great as Ronaldo, they'd get tons of goals. Chicharito could get a ton of goals if he would be in that situation. Right, but so that that's exactly my point. Is is that if their system is 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 so great that they can just interchange players, then why do then why does he stay there? Because they don't need to interchange him. Yeah, and it's, and it's not about selling shirts because they keep. I mean, seriously. And I will it's, say it's, that it's, it's Real Madrid. I will say that the Real Madrid right now would not beat the the Barcelona from like three or four years ago. Who cares? And that's they, just goes to the style of the style of play. Just because Barcelona is at a is at a low right now, if they weren't, they'd be sweeping the floor with Real Madrid, which which they were doing, you know, three or four years ago. I don't I don't, I don't understand what your point is. I'm just trying to diss on Ronaldo and you know bring bring Why? everyone's. But isn't he your you know, favorite I'm, player? I, believe me, I'm not the me personally or or Cheekies. No, Cheekies. Oh, he no, not really. Him. Oh, come on. You know, actually, now, now I'm, I'm, I want to see PSG. I want to see PSG win it all. I want to see Neymar and all those guys that are just banking. I want to see them do well. So in Champions League, that's what I want to see. I want to see them beat uh, Real Madrid. Oh yeah, you want to see them beat Barcelona too, or just, or just Real? Yeah, I'll still follow. I'll still follow Cristiano and you know check out his leg flexing. Picks. You know, and again, you know, every time you know I see him. You know, with his shirt off, and he had his shirt off plenty in the summer, right? Yeah. I mean, I look at that, and I, and, and I look at me, and I go, dude, you know, lay off the Kit Kats. And I'm not, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking to him. You know, it's like, come on, dude. I mean. Well, I just, but, 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 you know, I look like that also, but I don't yeah. really need to constantly, like, flaunt it. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, exactly. I mean. I mean, how, how insecure Who doesn't are you? have a six-pack? Yeah. Exactly. I live in California. I mean, they they practically give them away for free. Right. I mean, how often do you do your your uh, your little your little peck dancing in the mirror like like Terry Crews? You know. No, I don't, I don't actually. I don't have mirrors. No, you don't. Have, oh, so you just do it without the mirror. Are you a vampire? Also, no, it's because you, you don't want to. You don't want to fall in love with alone. yourself. You don't want to fall in love with yourself, Joel. I don't. Who, who I don't want. I don't want any more reasons to uh, become depressed. Oh, <laughs> you don't you don't run around your house jumping in the air and then doing. Doing... <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that every oh, day. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna? Sorry, Hoy. <laughs> Sounds... no. Like That's if you get a raise at work or something, you come home, you go to your wife. See, you know, you celebrate, man. Take off your shirt. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, you run around the office. That. I mean, I had I had a good. Uh, I was I worked the uh, the Kansas State game. That was a terrible game, as far as you know competitiveness last week. But you know, for what I was doing for the show on the graphics, I had a fantastic show, and uh, I was I had you know a lot of uh, adrenaline at the end. And I would have you know I would have walked out of the truck and you know thrown my shirt down and you know slid into the ground and the whole bit. And yeah, it would have been that would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. It'll be very nice. Okay, so uh, so so back to this uh, this this World Cup topic, and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and we'll and we'll wrap it up. Um, so it's it's looking very likely that, uh, and and I th- according to our, our our mathematicians, that Mexico will probably be in that in that bombolos. And if that's the case, 
then uh, you know you know things are certainly going to look up for uh, for Mexico. But my, my question to y'all, and I'll start with you, Joel, is uh, so it's going to be Mexico. We're thinking Costa Rica. Uh, who else uh, from Concacaf is going to uh, is going to be in the World Cup? It's uh, three. Who who is the playoff spot against? Against Asia, and it's looking like it's going to be. Uh, I think Asia's playoff, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be between Syria and Australia. Let me let me verify that real quick. Let's see what the what the FIFA says, and then uh, Asia. Okay, here's so round four is going to be between. Dun, dun, dun. I think I have, I have, I have dramatic music for this. Where did I get rid of it? Oh, there we are. That's awful. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, uh, it's looking like yeah, it's going to be Syria and Australia. So it's going to be the winner of the Syria. And, and frankly, uh, I, I mean, I don't know that much about Syria. Obviously, Australia have been in it, but apparently, Australia's had a real rough go of it too. So I think that this is this is a toss up. So it would be between uh, Syria and Australia. Then the uh, the fourth place team would go. So who you got? Well, um, next match. So U.S. host Panama. I think U.S. will get the points. They're gonna win. Okay. I see them winning. Uh, well, if, if they win, then 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 they 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 they're at least in the uh, third third in the, spot th- in the in the fourth place in the fourth place for sure. Uh, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Honduras beating Costa Rica because they, okay. they they go away to Costa Rica, right? Um, and then Trinidad goes to Azteca and with the whole, it won't you know, be Azteca, with the, with the world be Alfonso Lastras. Oh yeah, that's right, San Luis, San Luis. Yeah. Still, still, um, I think that added some, you know, some spicy, you know, it, it gave it some meaning. The, the World Cup change-up. Right. So, uh, and then Mexico goes to San Pedro Sula. Yeah, on the 10th. And Honduras fighting for their World Cup lives. And then uh, the U.S. visits Trinidad. So And, and Panama uh, hosts Costa Rica. That'll be the, the last. So who yeah, you got um, then? Yeah, so... so Mexico, yeah. I think I think the U.S. is going to be third. Okay, right. U.S. third. Yeah, and then um, I'm not looking at the schedule. I'm not looking at the points. Uh, so it's either between, what would it be, Honduras and Trinidad? Well, right, if the U.S. is third, no, it'll be between Honduras and Panama. Uh, Trinidad's been eliminated. They're done. They're toast. They're, they're, they are uh, not oh, there man. anymore. Actually, so can... I, I, who knows, man? Costa Rica already qualified. They might not care. Uh, I have to believe they're they not going to care, though. But sorry, uh, go ahead. Maybe not like not care. Like, like we don't care because because their their fans are pretty, you know. Especially it's doing taxes or something. <laughs> We're adding up the numbers. We're adding up the numbers. So, um. That's pretty great. I didn't know you had that sound effect. That's hilarious. The tax man. All right. So, as you were saying, Joel, so, so U.S. third, and it'd be to Honduras and Panama for the for the for the fourth spot. Right now, uh, Panama has one point on them, and 
Yeah. So and so, I mean, they 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 both they both and need Panama, Panama and Costa Rica are playing at the last fixture. Just so yeah, know, in Panama, and then Honduras is playing Mexico in Honduras. So, who you got? Who at Panama or Honduras? Who's whose hearts are you going to break tonight? Atracho hearts or Canaleta hearts? Oh man, it's a tough one. It's it's definitely a tough one. But uh, Panama, wait, Panama's hosting Costa Rica. So yes. yeah, I think I think the Panama. I was looking at it backwards. Yeah, I give it a Panama. So Panama. I think I think they're gonna, you know. Now here's 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 what Panama here's what Panama has to play for. If they beat the U.S. in Orlando, they qualify for the World Cup. If they if they beat the U.S., they qualify for the World Cup. So that that is that is that is something massively huge for them to play for. Yeah, but uh, I, and, and, and they have no problem playing the U.S. and they had obviously had no problem playing Mexico. I don't necessarily think that it's a slam dunk for the U.S. Uh, I, you know, even if Panama, if Panama even get if they get a point, that that would be. I mean that that would that would you know get them so close to repechaje. I tell you, this is as big a game as it is for the U.S. And you also have to remember. I mean, think of what Panama went through. The U.S. knocked them out. I think of the three teams buying for those two spots, I think you have to say uh, Honduras has the, probably the harder of. They do because they need help. And I don't see. I have trouble seeing um, Mexico losing. Even if they did uh, show up with an alternate squad, I don't see them losing. Uh, or at least it being easy. So that's. Um, right. I definitely think they have the harder of. of, of of the two teams. So let me ask you this. And I would ask, remember when, uh, when Osvaldo did that thing, was it in 09? When, uh, when he Durand it? Uh, exactly. We said, uno cero ya, and it was pouring rain. What if Almost, there's a result? Most... That it... <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. So, so what if, what if, what if there's a result that if it holds, I'm not saying, you know what it is, but if, if it holds, would, would, uh, what are the what are the what are the Catracho goalie be be telling the Mexican players? Hey guys, come on, enough, we're done. We're I don't both think in. so. Calm down. I don't think. No, so. Or, or think would it I, be like uh, Osvaldito's a, a a special special kind of guy? Was that uh, in, in in your adult soccer watching experience, Dan? Where, where did that moment rank for you? I think it's top five of uh, cringiest moments for sure. <laughs> I mean, I can I think top three easy. I, I'm trying to think of other ones where I'm just like, holy shit! I can't believe like like just ugh, this is it's it's not easy being a Mexico fan. I, I, that that I, I think, and also um, for those for those few minutes uh, that that we were out of out of the World Cup. Right, I think those two were were some definitely low points. That was that was awful. I I I personally hated uh, Osvaldo, even at Santos. I mean, even there was this other time when uh, Memo was playing for the national team and he ate like a few goals, and uh, Osvaldo was in the stands and he was like, "Put me in." He was like climbing over the rail or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that was I mean, pretty awesome. I actually thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> it's funny, but. But it would, it, would, it would be funny if he was any good and he could even do any better. But 
since you couldn't. That's why I was sort of. Well, that, 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 I think that, uh, that moment though was just kind of the antithesis of what, of how people describe him of being such a battler all hard and being a tough guy and the way he's always just barking at everybody. And then he's came out looking like a punk, really. I mean, that's how else do you do that? You're asking the team to take it easy on you. See, I've always thought about that. And then also in the, uh, in the 07 gold cup final, when, uh, when, uh, Ching was awarded that 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 super soft uh, penalty, and and Landon was gonna and Osvaldo like walked right up to his face and was like trying to like stare him down. I was like, dude, just <laughs> enough, dude. Walk away. You know, well, there was another time when the U.S. scored uh, their two. Oh, and then he tried to trip him. Yeah, he tried yeah. to trip him. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, yeah, that was so, a great one. So, well, I guess what it sounds like to, to me, uh, at least, is that if you have like top five cringiest moments. Osvaldo's going to be in the neighborhood of about four of them. He's involved in almost all of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. That is what a uh, distinct honor. That should make for a good story. Maybe we should collaborate and write something. Yeah, well, see, see now there is issue with that. We can actually now you know, segue nicely into, uh, into our next topic because we were talking about earlier about, about verbs and how things become verbs. And how come no one ever had the, you know, la Osvaldo, you know, you know for, for situations like that? So, uh, so uh, the good segue for us because I know that uh, we want to jump in and talk league stuff, and this is a good opportunity for us. So we we're talking about verbs earlier, uh, asking Dan about his uh, about his his new heartthrob, his new. If 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 Dan was subscribing to Santos Teen Beat, this would probably be the centerfold, and it is it is a picture of uh, of uh, is his first name Adolfo? Is that right? No. What's his first name? Ronaldo. Is Ronaldo Ronaldo Cisneros? Yes. Who uh, had a hat trick last night for for Santos in the Copa MX uh, game again in, in Juarez at the uh, at the uh, Olímpico Juarez. Heard, and, uh, I heard he's going to be shaving his entire head and just leaving a top little fuzz at the very top, keeping uh, it old school style, like to just try to harness the like 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 the actual Ronaldo, el fenómeno. Yeah. yeah. Or as or as he should be known, Ronaldo. That and he's going to get someone to kick his teeth in. Now you guys are you guys are a little younger than me, so is is Ronaldo a bigger deal to you know guys that are like maybe in their thirties? Just because he was just so crazy phenomenal when when the you know when you're, you're like in your teens and this and that. So do, do, does he mean a lot more to? I think when you start saying the word best players, um, I think for most guys our age, I would venture and I, I would say Ronaldo. It's probably their favorite, especially because of the longevity he had. I would have personally say Ronaldinho was 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 the best I ever saw, right? But it was just for such a short little window that man. Even even fat Ronaldo was good. I mean, that's what's so crazy about that. He was he was outstanding, and that was with how many knee injuries he had. He had a couple of knee injuries, if I'm not mistaken, that he was still able to maintain that level of play for that long. So yeah, I mean him. I mean, there's a reason that there's. A bunch of kids out there, especially, I mean, all over the world named Ronaldo that are probably around 20 years old, probably. Right. Or almost. Dude was the best. Man. He was awesome. He was powerful. He was quick. He was, I mean, he, he was just awesome to watch. And he just did it with every, he, he could do it however he wanted. It just didn't matter. And you're right. He was good fat. He he was still good, <laughs> even though he was fat. Like that was that was just like the shocking things. Like, man, I'm like that's incredible. 
He wasn't too. He wasn't too fat though. He was. Well, well I mean, he was no. I mean, at the end, he got pretty. Uh, I think when he, he got like a, he looked like he, an overstuffed sausage. Well, that's when he sucked. I think when I was, but but even but Ronaldo sucking was still better than ninety five percent of the strikers, and that's just because his finishing is still there. Right, he'll still put it. He'll still tuck it away in the corner even if he gets his shot. Last summer, when I worked on the uh, the Copa America Centenario stuff, uh, our unit manager uh, for HBC, the host broadcast company, was this uh, Scottish guy. Actually, his name was Gary. Uh, it's like Gary Thomas, a real nice guy, and he'd been in TV for a long time. And he said that they used to do uh, the charity game, like round of charity games. And uh, Pushkash, uh, the the uh, Hungarian uh, Ferenc Pushkash, who played with the Stefano back in the fifties, apparently he said he got a little rotund in his in his older age. But 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 he said that it, it didn't matter because he his ball skills, even in you know in his late forties, fifties, sixties, were still so outstanding that he could still do whatever the hell he wanted, and it would you know he was gonna. You know, granted, he couldn't run very fast, but you know as far as managing the ball and still knowing what to do with it. And it said it never went away. He said it was, it was just outstanding. He said, I couldn't believe watching somebody who looked like that play like that is, is, is what the guy told me. Then I said, good, there's, there's hope for us because he and I had a, you know, we have a little pooch. But uh, anyway, it was... Uh, I think it's a style of play that they, um, they have. It accommodates for a heavier weight and old age. Like I think Messi, now that we're talking about that, if he were to if he were to gain old you know well he's gonna you know grow grow older in age I don't think his game is really fitted for that so he might go downhill quicker. Yeah, well, I think what's going to end up happening to Messi, in my personal opinion, is that I think that he's going to end up uh, if if he wants to continue to play, he's going to midfield, yeah, exactly, like a holding it, and he's going to be an outstanding one. He'll have to turn like the uh, turn into a Qualtemoc because Qualtemoc also aged well with his. Right. He, he modified his play. Yeah, I mean so. he's been playing midfield pretty much uh, since Xavi left. So, <sighs> no, yeah, I think you're right though. He he because yeah, his explosiveness is gonna obviously it's it's already it's it's gonna start you know going down, but uh, but for sure, yeah, I think he could probably play till he's forty. If he wants to, just because the rest of his game is so good. Yeah. What about uh, Ronaldo think, uh, Cisneros? <laughs> Ronaldo Cisneros. Um, you know what I liked about uh, you know he he he's a he's very much a striker, which is like uh, there's almost I don't think there's a single player that you think of that that, that has his qualities that are part of the that are in the national team. Like obviously, it's too soon to be talking like that, but just saying with his qualities. All of them are. I mean, Chicharito was, but even still, he was still a different kind of player. I, I think. Uh, I think he's good because he's very much just like a the Aria, you know. Just uh, he's he, similar to, but because Chicharito's just changed his game so much in the last few years, so like I don't even see him as a pure striker anymore. I mean, they don't play him like that anymore either. But someone like Ronaldo, that's why I guess I'm kind of hopeful because like he he's just. Hopefully, be like just a very. I don't mind having a very specialized player. That that's his, that's that's what he does. He's if that's his specialty and he and he's good at it, then for God's sakes, the guy needs to be on the field. And the truth is, Mexico. I mean, would be best served if they had like five guys that could that could, like uh, like Raúl and Chicharito plus three more. Then I think okay, you have a healthy stock of forwards. 
healthy stock of, of strikers, goal scorers. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's no, definitely it's too, it's too soon, dude. I mean, it's it's he, he's super green. He uh, I think he had one game where it was uh, he was playing in like torrential rain and puddles, and he didn't look too good. But these are positive signs for him, for sure. No. Now, Chickies, you said that that you were uh, you you wanted to take a different position. Is that, is that correct? My, I mean, I'm hopeful for for Ronaldo. The only the only problem that I see is that no matter what verb comes out of Furch's name, Furch, he's the almighty foreigner. So for him to lose his spot, I'm to put some young Mexican kid into the mighty foreigners. Uh, he's still playing, right? Still getting good time. So uh, I think the default is go with the foreigner, even though the young kids have to do a lot well and consistently more. <laughs> I think he's going well, to that practice, probably. And I don't agree with Al. He seems to have drunk some really bad hater rate. <laughs> it's like... No, actually, actually, I hope he does the, well. The mate of haterade, um, yerba mate, um, no, al infierno. No, that's that's just not how Santos has been working. They obviously are, you know, they they're one of the youngest squads, and and they're they've been pretty methodic of how they promote players, and uh, I I do think the way Chepo is, he he might be slow. You know, to bring some of the guys in, but he will eventually will give them, you know, a chance. He he does eventually take take a chance. I mean, he was doing that at Chivas. You know, so some of the players that he was playing, uh, they're not at the team anymore. But for example, he had uh, Tonio Rodriguez as a starting goalkeeper, even though he cost him a few games. He had Avion, not Avion. Uh, what was his name? Uh, he went to. He went to Pachuca, uh, Dedos. He had Dedos Lopez. I mean, he, he will put him in, and I know that's one, that's been one of the things. Santos, since they're not buying that many players, they're not as deep as they should be, the squad, then they, they, they're more dependent on their youth. And I mean, and I don't think he's gonna hold them back just because of, uh, and I don't think it would be because of Ferche. It'll come down to like the other guys. But I think if he if if he shows that I, I he's ready, the, they're going to put him in. I think the poor season is hurting him. To be honest with you, the the poor season I think is any if anything because the truth is, Furch is a, is a very good player. Um, <clears throat> you know, for being a big guy, he could actually he handles the ball pretty well. He holds it up. He, he's a good passer. You know, he he's good. He just hasn't been scoring goals. Um, so. And I just think that when you, I guess, conventional thinking, you know, you're thinking, all right, the the, the goal scorer is just experiencing a drought, and he's gonna come out of it, and he's gonna start racking up yeah. goals. And that that's what, but the pressure to continually try it and over and over again, and not depend on a on a totally unproven kid, it gets worse as, as the losses add up. I think. And, but and you know what, then it's it's like a three game thing though, where it's like. It's about three games that make the season seem like it's been poor. Uh, but the team is already in the second round of, of the Copa MX. Uh, and, and 
the three games was obviously the loss. I think it was against Veracruz uh, at home. So what? So that that was that? was that John? Yeah, but I mean, again, uh, I, I, have, I, have, I have no room to talk. I have no room to talk. Don't get me wrong. Like what the F, but, uh, but 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 a three <laughs> a three a three game a three game win streak you know is is like is like the magic elixir and, and at Santos I think they they won their last one so well, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying it's, it's like the season looks bad and it's basically been three games where where they, they like the Chivas game they had it won they they pretty much missed that one penalty uh, that could have had the game totally in their favor. Uh, and then that the loss against the, uh, I think it was Veracruz at home. And they yeah, had that was a bad loss. That, that was had, that was the big one. That was the big uh, awful loss because the other ones you could kind of like, all right, they they. Tie. And then another one, which was the one like an autogol that they they gave up Jeez. an autogol. Um, Man, but yeah. Just... No, no, but but yeah, it's it's so it's it's not that as bad as it seemed. Um, same with Chivas. They win one game and all of a sudden they're, you know, they go eight, eight, eight weeks without having been able to win. All of a sudden they score one game, uh, they win one game and now they're, they're pretty close to, uh, in, in the Liguilla fight. So, well, as far uh, as Santos goes, I, I think they're, Obviously, we talked about it before. Missing Izquierdos uh, was was a lot bigger than I thought. But he's back. Osvaldito was out uh, last week, which he's another one who's kind of becoming another leader or just really dependent. I mean, he he, he does make the, the, the team go very much so. Um, that's just the, the one bad thing about the, the, the team right now that they're just uh, they're, they're not very deep and, and but when the, when that full strength I I like their chances I th- I do expect them to start maybe yeah. picking up some more. Who points. did they get this season, Dan? Because I was thinking from having seen them last season when they were one of the teams that um, I, I believe they lost one like addition, once. They had one addition to I believe it's uh, this guy named Lozano. Yeah, see that's that they oh, needed yeah, at least Brian Lozano. They needed yeah. at least three players, you know. But they and don't have. The way. <laughs> but they don't have you know the, the, the presupuesto to buy three players, though. Yeah, yeah. See, that's you know, that's what makes it they're... hard. But and beyond that, though, guys, I actually really like the 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 canteranos that have been playing. The fullbacks, I, I like them. They they got about. Well, Santos is smart. I mean, they they know and they have a relationship with with uh, with teams. You know, America particularly that. Uh, you know they. You know, they they learn at Santos and they they end up going to uh, you know to other teams. So I mean, yeah, I'm sure that if if this kid Cisneros ends up uh, being, a, you know, if, he, if 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 he ends up having a a, a promising start to his career, you know, if, if he has like a say a 15 goal tournament, then he'll he'll be in America the next season. That's true. Very sad, but yeah. So, but a bit, but but that's how Santos pays pays the bills. Because I mean, you know, they, they, they can sell him to Benfica for eight million, but they can sell him to America for for nineteen. Where would you sell? Him? Yeah, you know. Well, I believe that's probably so, what, what. I don't know who was. Um, you know, and, and then Sandoval is on his way too. Sadly, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I believe he was. Uh, he, some teams were already kind of looking into him. Since, since there, right. there's a big upside with them, though, just because they're so young. 
I really like Sando. I, th- I think he has a, he has a, I, I, I wish, I wish he would have played on the gold cup. I, I would like to have seen what he was, what he would have been. I'll able say to this much. He, he's got, um, a bit of a nasty edge to him. God which bless I think God bless definitely him. lacked, definitely lacked in, yes. in the gold cup squad. Cause he, there, there could, um, you know, it could, it could, he's a bit of an emotional guy. You can tell already. I, I've seen enough, enough of him play where he, he gets into it sometimes a little too much. He gets a, you know, Loses his head a little bit, right? But uh, but the fight is you kind of like it, you know the the just that 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 now that let me ask you this: to want to win? Is, is, is he a Bugs Bunny or is he a, or is he a Woody Woodpecker? And what I what I mean by that is you know Bugs yeah, trouble always came looking for him. Woody Woodpecker was always looking for trouble. Like he's more like a Woody Woodpecker, I would say. Oh, so he's looking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I definitely think he's a Woody Woodpecker. Uh, okay. Two. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, Santos, uh, they, I think they have, uh, who do they have? They, ooh, they have, uh, they have Cruz Azul this week. So this, you, you got a Saturday game, Dan. A Saturday afternoon game. I don't know if that, how, how that works for your schedule, but, you know, you know, right off the bat, you know, by five o'clock Saturday, you're like, well, I don't have to watch anymore this week. I'm done, done. But of course, you would never do that on for you know for for our loyal. That'll be the, the that'll be the good the, the dedication we show. The warm up for the for the Canelo fight, I guess. Oh, that's right, the Canelo fight. I, I'm, I'm I'm producing a Dynamo this weekend, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I won't get a chance to. Well, but the Canelo fights, probably they don't, they don't fight till what like. What nine o'clock your time, and then when they usually come out, yeah, nine ten o'clock your time, yeah. yeah. So well, nine o'clock on. probably. You, you're seven o'clock probably. Yeah, but I mean, my I, I mean a, eleven. You're I eleven. Have a, I, have a, I have a West Coast game this week, so mm. uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be done at midnight. So we'll see what happens. We will uh, we will see. I, I'm I'm sort of hoping uh, Canelo gets knocked out just just to shut up uh, Golden Boy. That's terrible. What a terrible thing to wish upon over something that someone else is doing. It's a fight. How would how why would you want to fight? Man. It's a fight. <laughs> You're supposed to get knocked out. Oh, just to shut yeah. up. Uh, but to but to root for a guy because you, know, yeah. you don't like another guy. You know what I was thinking man. about? Oh yeah, man. You know I've never met Perm, but he sounded just like Oscar de la Hoya. We could have had Oscar de la Hoya the entire time. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> the same logic. Yeah. The same logic they both bring. They look identical. I've I've met Fernando. They look identical. Really? Yes. That's interesting. So they could be brothers. Very much so. They could be brothers. No way, man. De la Hoya? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think everybody who knows. Shout out to Fernando. Yeah, they they know. Yeah, man. They, they, They No, they don't look too much alike, actually. So I guess, uh, I think that uh, Joel, when, when we first introduced him on the show, said that he had some, uh, some, some, some juicy Chu Chivas gossip. So Joel, uh, your, your Chivas are are winning, or at least they won. They have Pumas this week, so we should probably chalk up another win. But uh, you said that you had uh, you had some 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 inside information. You and Jorge had a chat. Did you and Jorge have your your weekly chat already? No, well, what happened was that uh, last week, Higuera was in, uh, he went to Europe, and he had pictures with Caixinha, and uh, these rumors started flying, you know. 
Yeah, he posted it. He posted on 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 his own uh, Twitter page. So you wouldn't yeah. know that one because because you've been blocked. I he did. He blocked me as being a Woody Woodpecker myself. Uh, oh. But there is there is some substance to it. So I I know the media a lot of times, you know, they sensationalize. But uh, it's been, you know, I even talked about it. It was a few weeks, few months back. How, in an interview with, I think it's El Financiero, uh, Santiago Hirsch, who is Almeida's representative, said that, you know, he he saw Almeida staying at least six more months. Uh, the the reason they asked him was because during the summer, some rumors had come up that uh, I think it was Alaves uh, wanted Almeida for the team. So. Uh, so one of the one of the other rumors that came out is Sorry. that it's that um, Simeone has handpicked Almeida to be his successor at Atlético de Madrid. Handpicked, huh? Which, which, yeah. So Simeone is expected to leave in December. Uh, Why is he going to leave in December? Where's he going? I don't know, but he wanted to leave since last season. Uh, I, I don't know if he has offers, but he's, he's he, I guess he feels his time is up, you know. But why would he do it? I don't, think, I don't think he would do it mid-season, though. I don't well, think he's that kind of guy. That's That's been the, the rumor for a while. Um, I think it could and, happen at the end of the season, but I don't think it will happen in the middle of the season. Yeah. So, I mean – he 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 said he would he would uh this guy will come in to take his spot. It will be so maybe they're just going to swap. Maybe Simeone comes over to Chivas then. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> but uh, but but that was the other thing that got filtered out because I had wondering like why is he saying that he's going to stay six more months minimum or at least given that he had a five-year contract. So the other thing that came out was that he renegotiated his contract. So after, you know, after after, uh, December, then uh, I think he has a release clause now, uh, which is Almeida. Right. So they wouldn't have to pay. So, I mean, but I I do think, given that it is mid-season, if he does stay the whole, you know, the whole year, then at least, at least, at least, uh, but but that that's if if the Atlético Madrid uh, board, you know, they they go along with with Cholo. I, I, I just I just I mean because they're in Champions League, right? So I I just don't see them making that move at midseason. Oh yeah, Despite, I agree with you. Those good looks and uh, long locks are uh, taken in places, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, unless he, he, they could announce it and then he, he, he'll stay, but, so who knows? Who knows? Uh, I, I guess there's, he's gonna have some options for him available, but his, doesn't look like he's gonna stay the long, but I mean, if, if you heard some of his, his interviews, that, that's always been the case, you know, that he's going to, uh, he's wanting a national team or go to Europe. Right. No, I mean, I I understand. I have I have no, you know, no issue or anything at all. I mean, if the guy wants to, you know, further his career, I 
You know, I mean, you know, for what he as you mentioned earlier in the show, the fact that 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 at, at the two and a half years that he's been in Chivas is is the longest tenured coach in in the in the Jorge Vergara era era Jorge Vergara era at Chivas, which is well, one, it's terribly sad that it's only two and a half years, but I mean that's certainly an accomplishment because I mean obviously Vergara is notorious for his uh, quick decisions when it comes to when it comes to coaching, so. I mean, I personally believe that, that, that this was going to be his last year period. And I mean, I don't, I don't think there was any chance he was going to stay any longer. He's a, he's an ambitious guy. I'm not saying that TOS is a stepping stone, but I think that if, uh, you know, if, if he's able to collect uh, another trophy for them, I think that, you know, Chivas fans will certainly hold him and, uh, well, we'll remember him fondly for the, uh, for what he was able to accomplish. You know, one of the, uh, one of the coaches along with, uh, with Duca and Chepo over the past, what twenty years that have won trophies for uh, league trophies for Chivas? So yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a good move for him, whether it goes to the national team. But but it it sounds like he probably will go to Atletico, and it makes all the sense in the world. And then you know, and then and then uh, I'll tell you what's going to happen, Hoy. It's, it's going to set off a chain a, a, a chain reaction of coaching moves that's going to end up with Mourinho coming and coaching Chivas, <laughs> the special one. The special one's going to is going to end up with Chivas. And oh, I, I think, think they could. He makes like ten million a year. I don't offer him eleven. <laughs> yeah, him no. 11. no. Uh, so then, yeah, I. Well, I mean, I think after December, we'll have a better. You know. All right. So here's a here's a. I'm going to give you a deadly Chivas scenario. Let's see, let's see how 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 you how you handle this one. Hold on. Okay. So Vergara says, you know what, why can't I give it? You know, I got, you know, I, I can do this. I got, I got the, the, the budget. I, you know, I should, you know, we should have, the, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get Mourinho, right? He sits with him and then he says, I'll offer you 12 million a year. And then Mourinho hears about the, the, the personnel policy, right? It says, I want to be competitive, but for, in order for me to be, be competitive, I need to have, you know, a couple of foreign players. What if I got to go for it? Would Chivas fans go for it? No. No? He so would Vergara, pretty much. Say, Jose, that would be the name of the team right there. Con respeto, pero voy a, voy a tener que, que decir que no. <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't. That wouldn't happen. I, the only way I could probably see, and and that's a big if, if if you were talking about bringing in a player like like Messi or or like Cristiano, you know, right? Where they'll make an exception, you know, like. Sort of how, like, when America hired Ramon Ramirez. Not for Andy Carroll. Not for Andy Carroll. No, not for just, you know. What about for for Slata? He's too old, so he wouldn't. Maybe in his prime. Okay. So what happened? All right. I would just, you know, I just, I just, you know, it was a test hoard because I'm sure that if you would have gone the other way, I'm sure that the, the amount of, of, of 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 hate messages we would have gotten from Chivas fans, for you. Well, you not not us, but but that that, that you would have gotten. What no, is I what already, is your? I already get a lot of hate. Uh, just because. About to ask you, what what is your reputation amongst the uh, the Chivas elite? Are you uh, no disliked? Disliked. The doomsayers. I, I mean, you know, because is is it disliked because because you're realistic and you're proven correct far too many times for them to admit. Or do you just like to poo-poo everything Chivas does, just just well, to do it? 
No, what? Because it does come across that. It's come across as like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, just hating on the team, and you know, to be honest, I did hate on on Almeida. You did, just because I did not like how, you know, the, the way he arrived. But I, I never, I never criticized his tactics or or some of his moves. I just didn't like him, you know. Right. Uh, but I've always given him credit, so that's that's. Uh, I got it a bit wrong with with Igera. I still don't like the dude. <laughs> I, I got it wrong with with the transfers. I did not expect the team to spend as much as they did in in that short period of time, or or you know, to end up negotiating so much with Grupo Pachuca, which. I think that I was I did had not factor that in because you know if it wasn't for pretty much the bulk of the players came from Grupo Pachuca, right? You know, so I mean, take pa- them pa- out. Pachuca, Pachuca was the Chivas, what Atlas was the Tigres, like five years ago. Yeah, take take Grupo Pachuca out, and and you know you're pretty much they would have probably just landed Pulido, uh, which was the other one that surprised and, me. And I, Exactly. Million. That, that, that has to be the biggest surprise. Was that you know, aside from the fact that they paid what they paid, but uh, you know, he ended up delivering. Yeah, you can't you can't deny that. Yeah, Tigres got their money back. I mean, they they well, got sure. and, and changed. But, but 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 he earned you know as ridiculous as the fee was, and I think we can all agree that the twenty million for a player like that, no respect, no disrespect to 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 Alan, but you know, there's the only the only the only team on the planet that, that, that could be forced to pay that kind of money to get him and would do it is Chivas, period. I mean, there, there's no other team in the world yeah, that would not, ever make that deal. Chivas had to make They had no choice. Yeah, that guy has to be forever grateful to I mean, to Iguera because Iguera wanted to make a right. he wanted to make a splash and he did when he brought in Pulido because he was still being questioned heavily, you know. And and on top of everything else, Joel Pulido backed it up with how he played. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He had that, you know, like like players of his caliber often do. They, they those type of players that in, in the big games they they come through. How do you think Mexico's Gold Cup would have been had Pulido been available? Do you think it would have been different? Do you think things would have been different? Yeah, I I do think so. I, I think he could have. He could have been the leader they needed, and and now, he broke up bone in his he he broke his arm, right? Not 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 anything in his legs. It was his, it was his arm, his elbow, or something. It was yeah, it was like his like his. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was. Like so he could color. at the very least still ride a bike, is what I'm saying. It's like he could still kind of still muscle man <laughs> stay in shape, you know. Oh yeah, as far as ironically, you know, he's expected to come back for the Tigres game. Really. Yeah, if if I'm two guys and a player to just well, I'll, I'll tell you what if, if 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 there's any player in Mexico that that if they have a decent season they're going to be in the, on the World Cup team, it's him. Well, yeah, yeah, would he has a good chance. Yeah, but but if I'm Tuca, man, you've done that much damage to Tigres, I'll, I'll send a player to get him, dude. <laughs> be like just going hard, dude. I, nah, I'll be like Tuca. I'll Tuca's not that kind of guy. Tuca's not like, that kind of guy. You'll be like Cobra Kai, sweep How? the leg, Johnny. How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Say, how, how, how could you 
profane Tuca like that. He would never send that kind of message. I don't know what kind of coach you think Tuca is. You stand on my body. No, I, I didn't say Tuca. I said me. If I was, if I was the coach. Right. So I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying if I was, that was me, I would. Okay. You know, Cobra Kai, you know, before Tanya Sanders, you Same. know. Let's make sure his elbows are completely healed. Sweep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I understand. Oh. I understand. Well, Joel, it's, uh, you know, you know, I, I cannot tell y'all how depressed I am just with, with the reality setting in that this, this could be Pumas's like, like year and a half to two year death rattle coming up. <laughs> if, if, if they don't seriously, if, if they don't get things figured out, you know, you know, at, at least, at least by the but, next season. But you have a not last. And the lowest war determined. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about this year. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about next year. Uh, the, you, you know, Morelia was in this hell because they had a season where they had 10 points and where they had 12. Pumas is on their way to that right now. And and and, and they could ease. I mean, they may not go down this time, but if they have like a 10 and you know, you know, in in if they don't make it to 20 points in either one of these two seasons, they're in major major problems. Going in the next year, like 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 they they will be down at the very bottom. Problems because they have two thirty point seasons that are falling off the books. Well, I mean, you know, having been there, it could be exciting times. I mean, I, I don't remember paying so much attention to Chivas as when they were in the relegation. I mean, don't so, get me wrong. I, I went, we went. The, Dan and I went through this together. Like I think it was a two thousand seven Dan. I believe so. We're yeah, talking, um, like ten years ago, when when Chivo and uh, Pumas and Santos were the, and then Carataro was uh, take, three points were taken away from him. They ended up, they ended up going down. That's with the ninety with the twenty twenty eleven rule. Twenty eleven rule, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I, it's 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 not something, and they had to bring two. I mean, they got to bring Tuca back. I mean, they have, no les queda otra. I mean, this is. I mean, I can't think of another coach, and and, and he would do it. Yeah, Tuca, Tuca, Tuca lost to Sacatepec, man. Tuca didn't, Tuca didn't give a tinker's class yeah. about the Copa Mekis. He's he's scared. I think he's scared. I think I figured Tuca out, man. Here it is. Oh, yeah, based on this interview after the Concacaf Cup, you should share this with the rest of the teams. He's, Charge. He's. I, I would, man. I'd be. I'd be. Call me. They'd be calling me money. He. Uh. He. He's scared to take on the national team. He thinks. Yes, he can take on the national team for one or two games. Hope and and actually get a good win like he did in the Concacaf Cup. But he doesn't want to permanently take it on there because who knows after like five games, six games, seven games, if he loses, he could. The, the fans could very well turn on him if they play bad. If he starts losing like a string of games, you you honestly believe Tuca cares about what the fans think? Yeah, he said it in the interview. He said they asked uh, Jorge Campos asked him, "Would you take the national team for four year cycle?" And he said, "Uh, well, right now the fans are happy with me because I just won the Concacaf Cup. But down the road, if I start losing, and he was telling this to one of the one of their partners, one of their broadcast, Jorge Campos, you said, yeah." Yeah, so okay. I, I think I think deep down you want to know why Tuca won't take a four year cycle. He's he was part of a four year cycle. We're not más o menos four year cycle when when he was an assistant under Mejia Baron. Tuca wants no part of a of a four year cycle. He knows all the BS that goes into that. He saw it all. For he saw it all firsthand. He don't want any part of that. 
He just doesn't. And especially now that he's in his 60s. He doesn't want the stress of the press hating on him. Yeah, and, and, yeah he's not like, all up against the press. He hates the press when they're, you know, they're not having a good old time. Well, not, and not, not just so much the press. Is you have to deal with all of the club owners. You know, that, like it's not going just to what Edison it, it, said. It's the commercial obligations that drives him crazy. No, well, yeah, and and that you know, at at Tigres, he pretty much has I mean, free reign. Yeah, he, he even said as much uh, in the last one. He said, you know, I, I can't do the Tuca voice right now, but, uh, you know, and then he talked about, you know, yo tengo los jugadores para mis entrenamientos y en la tarde tienen ciertas obligaciones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, they're shooting the commercials and stuff. And, uh, I mean, he, and he was smiling, of course, when he was saying that. He knows what goes on. He doesn't want, he doesn't want any part of that at all. I mean, he, he coined the phrase partidos moleros, for God's sake. I mean, it's like, you know, he said that, he once said that he'd rather be a sweet, sweet, a street sweeper than to coach the national team. Um, so, that's Tuca. How dare you? I don't know how any of y'all, so we would, so, so we had Joel say Tuca should do, should delve deep into the dark art, like the darkest of arts. No, I didn't say you should. I said I would. Oh, you said you would. Yeah. You are a Woody Woodpecker. You're you you are you you do go looking for trouble. Interesting. And <laughs> and then and then and then and then Chiki saying that Tuca doesn't have the the the, the, the still afforded to coach the national team. He said, it, he said it himself. I'm just repeating. Dude, uh, again, you have to take into context. You know who he's in. The, you know, he's just not going to say stuff. Yeah, he's not going to say what's really on his mind. Okay, so he was lying. <laughs> of course. Oh, that's that's the that's the fanboy in you talking. Of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Tuca. You know, I got by espada the whole way. Tuca and I have a special relationship. He better. Uh, where, where is he at in the in the league? Tigres. They're with They're they're not too bad. And I and I like and I just wish uh Pulido would have the fortitude to come out and just admit it. He he was he was making fun of Tigres. And then he changed it up and said, Oh, I wasn't doing that. He was, he just needs to admit it. And and that's just like a weakness on these guys. I don't know who else has done this, but or actually he did it last time before. Any 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 uh he denied it. <laughs> he was laughing at Tigres losing. I don't see an issue with it. It's stupid that he has to kind of backtrack and say it. I mean, well, that's your issue. With I think it. if anything, I, mean, I, 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 I guess I kind of like the trash talking. Yeah, so do I. It's part of it. I mean, but bring it up, do it face, do, uh, exactly. Yeah, own, own it, and then oh, and then oh, deal yeah. with the consequences when you lose. If you do that, then I'm totally okay with it. Pulido shouldn't say anything because if Tigres, you know, if Tigres would have invoked, you know, if they would have wanted to. He could have never say, played, never played yeah, Mexico ever. General's packed, you know, we're, we're going to do it. And he would be, he wouldn't have played no matter what. Tigres doesn't need money, man. They're, they're backed by Sinergia. They, you know, they, uh, they could take that loss. 
but or or not care to make ten million. Um, but he should be grateful for them, man. He should say so, nothing but positive things for Tigres, man. And I do think it's, you know, he's still. I think he's still a bit resentful. I mean, yeah. But well, that's clear. He, yeah. he should. He's a donk, he should dude. be more grateful though, because he, even I mean, he's he he was in Olympiacos and and. Well, I don't necessarily think very, grateful is the right word. I mean, they. You know, he had that that whole legal issue with the contract him. thing. I, I, yeah, I think it was more of, you know, who knows? Yeah, exactly. I mean, who, there, there's a whole lot of. No, well, see, it's it's pretty easy because um, he was at the World Cup. So to go to the World Cup, if you're a Liga MX player, you have to be signed. So what 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 they're saying happened is that he took the deal with Tigres, which he wanted a bigger deal. But he took it just to go to the World Cup, and when he came back, he's like, well, "I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want this. I should be playing in Europe, you know." And um, there was really no offers for him though at that point. So I think that's that's part of the reason. Uh, and, and there's just players don't. You're not going to the World Cup from a Liga MX team without being under contract. Well, I understand that part, and I'm pretty sure he did sign something. The part that I, I can't and I, and I won't ever get past is that his, and I say agent with air quotes, agent, worked for Dignes. So who is the guy really the agent for? Just the fact that that's a conflict like that could exist is exactly is crazy. Yeah, that's that, that that's the part that I will never get past. I mean, you don't have to go through law school to know that something's fishy with that little arrangement. Yeah, yeah but that's, you know, that's the case with... With a lot of the uh, league I makes. You know what that's like, Hoa? That's like if you're yeah, but, and, and but you're see, it, it's hard to <coughs> Like Bob Loblaw. Sorry, sorry, Dan. No, no, I was just going to say, it just it makes it hard. It doesn't make you very credible. I know, but when it's it, not when like... It becomes, like when it becomes like he, he said versus he, uh, like two sides, you know, arguing different, different sides, arguing totally different things. It's... It's uh, the, the player just becomes a much bigger sympathetic figure in, in that circumstance because how can his agent be looking out for like, his best interest? Yeah, that, it's it's impossible at that point. Well, they actually hurt him. I mean, I think he he saw an opportunity to go to Europe and and he he took it, you know, under the advice of the of this other guy he was working with, and it, it didn't even go well with him. He regardless whether he got a good agent after is that's not the issue the fact that you just it, it's just a, a very simple conflict of interest you can't say you can't you can't say with any kind of um with any kind of like any kind of reason to say yeah this guy is looking out for me even though he's even though he's employed by the guys that are Arguably against me because in the negotiation there's two sides they're opposing each other. Yeah, but these guys aren't getting ripped exactly getting ripped off. I mean, Liga well, it's not about getting exactly ripped get... off. It's it's that that's not the issue though. It's about their credibility. How do I know that what they said is true? How do I know that if it because it became Pulido saying that they falsified the contract that they falsified yeah, see, that, the details see, of it. The fact that Tigres let him come back. It makes I'm me just saying, more claim, in their favor than his, and to him doing this, you could just see he's he's a bit of a douche. Well, no, I, I don't, I don't know that necessarily. 
to me, but I'm saying that's that to me lets well, see, me. I, I I totally disagree because I think that if 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 Tigres thought that they were in the right the entire time, and thought that that he was just as you were saying being a douche by by acting the way he was, they would have never let him come back. <laughs> exactly. Because one thing I've learned about Mexican teams is that they like to hold grudges. I mean, Joel, I just I just saw season one of El Chapo. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the fact that they let him come back to me says that, you know what, you know, technically we may have been right, and, and we know that the, 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 the that court ruled in favor of us, but we know we kind of did you dirty, so we're going to so we're gonna be okay with you coming back to play. That's what I think. And if it, and, and, and just to, just to go back to that point that you're making, if it was true, then why would he still? I mean, well, obviously, your 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 him being a douchebag, I guess, would be indicative of that. If this, if what you're saying is true, I guess the him making fun of them losing is more proof of that. So he's a, either he's just a really big jerk, or 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 he's kind of bitter still. Why not know. both? Why not both? And he's still not saying anything about that contract, though. And guess what? He's not. You can interview him, and he's not going to say anything. Well, he's, he's probably under well, Yeah, he's no, going to decline to talk about it. Well, no, he, he's probably um, he's probably signed some non-disclosure agreements where it's it's shut up about it now. Or he's probably he's probably yeah. liable uh, to get sued if he does discuss it at this point. I'm you sure know, that they there there are some cliches that the, the Mexican soccer players use. Uh, Anyone that, and, and, and one of them is uno de estos días saldrá la verdad and, and, and la verdad nunca sale yeah is the reality so, <laughs> so, so, so he'll say he'll say that at some point or if he hasn't already uno de estos días saldrá la verdad and then, and then we'll never know what, what actually happened but well, I, th- I, th- I think that they're, they, they were both uh, in the wrong you know I, th- you know, I definitely think that Tigres took advantage of him and that's probably what he was he probably hastily signed something where as we're saying weren't, weren't necessarily in his best interest or maybe he wait, was wait, I don't, think it, was, I don't maybe, think it wasn't in his best interest. I mean, he went to the World Cup. But how I can, just think he he was like se apresuró, you know. He he wanted to leave faster. He then he he wanted to go go abroad, and and he just got desperate. Didn't want to wait. I mean, this guy would have gone to Libertadores. He. He would have done way better. Oh, there's no question stayed, that he made a bad he, career move. Had, I don't, I don't he, deny that. And they would have but sold has, him. But you know what? He has, the, he has that. He should have that choice to make. He should, he should have that choice to make that bad decision. And, well, then he shouldn't have signed the contract, you know? If he had that much. It's not like he was a starter with the national team. He should have just not signed it then and, and negotiated something else. But he... He did it because he felt, you know, they was going to get more think exposure. Of, think of well, how that, many but, that, but that's 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 what you're arguing, though. I mean, there's still the doubt of what what went on with the whole contract, though. That's what I'm saying. That was the no, whole discussion. That's what went on because he 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 was claiming that he didn't sign the contract. Has he said that he did now? He's not going to say anything anymore. Well, that's my point. Like that's what I'm saying. So that's you saying like because you're saying it like it's fact. I'm saying like that's that's your opinion. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I believe, I believe his whole his whole bitch was that he was duped into signing the contract. I heard even other stuff too, but I, yeah. I mean, maybe you're right. 
because again his agent you know didn't work for him. He worked for the other guys, which I'm sure is part of the uh, academy. Well, but that's with a lot of clubs. I mean, it's 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 like we can't like surprise even when when we see this one dude. I, f- I forget his name. Well, I Jesus. think this was a response to you saying he should just be grateful. I think that's what started said, this whole I conversation. And I'm just recently, easy there. Just Maybe recently, just shut up. Him, well, with him attacking Tigres, it's like, or making fun of them because they they got eliminated. But it's it's kind of like a little kid, you know. It's like, dude, let it go, you know. Right. You're you're back here. You're making money. Hey, you're you're got, at a big club. He got his revenge in the final. Yeah, but see, ultimately, if if you continue like that, or 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 you even make a big deal, you will get, you know, you will get eighty six. He'll get, uh, yeah. But you know, maybe he's doing it, and maybe he's doing it in good jest. Well, I mean, that's what he they said. What he deleted it, or he he had to backtrack. Well, see again, if if you're gonna do that to me, then you know, then then uh, you know, accept what's coming to you. And then if, you know, things don't go for you the next time, then accept the consequences, you know, own it. Yeah, you know, because it's like, you got that memo, hey, no te olvides, culero, we, we, we're hooking you up. And, and we know we've seen it with some players that, that then they'll just disappear, you know. He, right, be like, uh, like Britos Uncle... for Pumas, and it's like, I don't know where the hell, where, 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 where is that guy? <laughs> Or Angel Reina, man, he can't he can't get a break anymore. I don't know what he did, but exactly. You know, had he had he stayed in course, he could have been competing for a spot in the national team. There's uh, again, you know, uh, you know, it's I I don't I don't disagree with you at all, and and it was it was not his best. How many how many players, the Mexican players, you know, when when you know we see him coming up. 19, 20, 21, and just, oh my God, this guy's terrific. And then, then they make decisions that 19, 20, 21 year olds make, right? That aren't necessarily yeah. as committed as, 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 as other folks. I mean, it's just, you know, Purido's just another in a long line of, 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 oof, imagine if that guy's, you know, career track would have gone a certain way. Yeah, I mean, because, because if you know if he, if he stays with Tigres, stays the course, goes to Libertadores, and they reach the final, and, and he would have been one of the key players. They never I mean, would have gotten Gignac. If there's a one, who knows, man? But because Gignac came in almost for the you know at the end, but by that point they could probably still would have because teams would have probably been after Pulido by that point. Because I mean, your European teams. If if you do good in in Libertadores, they're more, you know they're they're gonna start tracking you down, which happened with Chicharro. He was doing good in Libertadores, right? They they weren't exactly saying, "Oh, look, he has eleven goals in Liga MX." They they kind of saw that he was going into these venues against some of these teams and and just getting good results. Well, again, it was you know just our our whole. Point of the argument on Pulido is that his the person that represented him was not representing him at all, and that was uh, you know a major breach in ethics, and and uh, it ended up uh, in a situation where he was 
you know, basically on the outliers of, of, of the world of soccer for two or three years. It was, you know, and it, whether it was a career decision on his point, you know, that's, that that's his decision to make. If it doesn't work out for him, then that, you know, that's on him. I get that. But, you know, obviously, obviously I'm sure that he would have, you know, you, you know, the things didn't work out for him with the club where he felt that he ain't where he needed to, to make that kind of a move. So. Un día saldrá la verdad, as they say. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for uh, uh, what's his name, Carmona, you know. Right, and on his uh, verdad, and 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 Galindo, and all those guys. They had some juicy, juicy stuff back then. Chava yeah. Carmona was what, what, really good the, player. The real reason that uh, that Carlos Vela didn't play in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whoever releases that book, you know. Or, or the real reason why Capitan Furia didn't play in, in, in the World Cup in Mexico. You know, so they, they say it was always because, you know, he had his wore different shoes. No chance. Or, or that mystery phone call, remember? Uh, Hugo Sanchez warming up. World Cup 94, they say that there's a phone call to the, you know, to the bench. Right. And then he has to go sit down, and, and he doesn't get subbed in. Who made the call? Yeah, we may never know. I don't think Michel Varon's going to say it. Wow. That's uh, very conspiracy theorist of, the, of you, Hoyer, there with that. With that. The whole Capitan Furia thing always cracks me up, though. That that the people that did a, uh, an excuse as flimsy as 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 oh he wore you know different shoes it was is it, gonna <laughs> is gonna hold up. <laughs> but uh, that's a, a topic for for another day. Joel, is Chivas gonna are they, are they gonna get the the the, the win against Pumas or, or are Pumas gonna finally stop the bleeding? They should get the win. Uh, I think it's all in their favor. You know, it's unpredictable as Liga MX can be. Uh, so, I, you know, at worst, I see them tying. Well, but, well, Pumas hasn't won in Guadalajara against Chivas since, like, the early 80s, right? I mean, it's been a long time since they've won. Yeah, it's like 30 years. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a good 30 that, years. That is, that is that is just beyond me, that that, 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 could, that, that, could, that, that could happen. Well, they did get robbed in one game. Which was in the final. They were going to win right. at Jalisco against Chivas, and uh, the ref gave us a phantom penalty kick. A phantom which, penalty? Yeah, it was a foul outside of the box, and, and they marked it as penalty. And uh, and then, you know, ironically, in the in the final, Chivas missed. You know, it went to penalties, and, and the Chivas. Oh yes, I, I remember it. Uh, I, I remember it well. So divine justice for you there, um, John. You know that 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 remains as long as they've been uh, using ratings in Mexico, the highest rated uh, Liga MX game in, in the history of uh, of, of Mexico. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean that that and, and that's in the era. I don't know when exactly they started uh, collecting ratings, but but since they started doing that, that one was the highest rated. That's been the highest rated game. Wow. So, well, hopefully, uh, 
I just again, I just say that Pumas can make twenty points, and uh, but there's what nine games left, eight games left, and they have six or whatever it is. So they need to get thirteen points, and it just it's just it's not going to happen. It is uh, it is it is unfortunate what's happened to them. Hopefully they'll be able to get it all straightened out. So uh, last question before we wrap it up here: Does uh, does Mexico fall out of the uh, Bombo Dos, or are they stay in Bombo Dos? For the World Cup. Hey, <laughs> sure. If you're asking Boiler me, or well, I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking the panel, our panel of the oh, singers. Yeah. Um, they stay, they stay there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think they're uh, they should they should be able to stay in their present spot. I don't think that there'll be a, especially when now that there is that to play for. I'm sure that'll that that might actually be enough to motivate him to call the. The European guys. That's going to be interesting to see who he calls up. Yeah, no, right. I agree. They agree. They stay. Yeah. So according to Michel, if they beat TNT, then 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 they'll be there. And because of the fact that uh, that uh, there's going to be one team for sure ahead of them that that's not going to make the tournament. So that gives them uh, that gives them another an, another another cushiony spot. So uh, and and again, if that's the case, that that that's going to help Mexico avoid uh, a lot of incredibly difficult teams that would uh, put their their history of advancing past the group stage at every tournament they've they've played since 1986 in uh, in 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 a, in a very precarious situation so it doesn't look like that's gonna, I'm not saying that they're going to advance but the, the chances of them advancing are increased significantly if Mexico is, is is in pot 2 which it looks like is probably going to going to happen for them uh, as long as they uh, take care of business at the at the Alfonso Lastras in San Luis you know the last time they played a meaningless world cup qualifier where Mexico had already qualified was also at the Alfonso Lastras Against Guatemala. In fact, it was the debut of of uh, one of uh, Mexico, at least uh, Mexican fans in the U.S. One of one of one of their favorite, and I say this uh, sarcastically, of course, uh, uh, players of all time. Uh, got his starting and scored a goal and had like, or maybe scored three. Maybe he, he may have scored four goals actually. I know that he had a lot of goals. It was uh, it was uh, Guille Franco made made his debut for Mexico. In the meaningless qualifier against Guatemala at the Alfonso Lastras. Hey, wait! That that guy just beats uh, Osvaldo for the most cringiest player, I think. Yeah, but he never did anything as. Uh, we, 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 are you talking about his celebration? A celebration <laughs> that beats everything, man. I got to give it to him. But is that cringe worthy though? Because I mean, I mean, that, that's just. I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's cringe. I guess if you if you sympathize with how like awful he must have felt, how stupid he must have felt. The, I, think the, I find it more context. sad than anything. There's background and content for that whole thing, though. That's why it makes it even more. Because, like, I just despise that dude for for the whole situation around that, and then he comes off trying to like, hey, I want, I want to be part of the club. Well, now, well, now, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, what, what, what? So here's what I understand such a about word. Yeah, about uh, about the Mexican media is is that 
I was, I mean, that was when I was watching Alavisión Morbi. So I would watch the uh, that was before ESPN Deportes or uh, or Fox or Fox Sports. At least for me, uh, was was on here, and so I'd watch the Televisa Galavisión. And for months, you know, asking La Volpe, hey, when Guille Franco, you know, when he, when he gets his papers, are you going to call him up? And the when he called up, you know, Guille is so good. He, cause he was playing really well for Monterrey. They'd won uh, a couple of titles. In fact, I believe they were the, uh, defending champ or they, they believe, believe they won the championship that, that year in 05. If I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. But the Guilla was obviously a very big part of that team. So they keep, they keep, you know, they're asking, they're wondering, wondering a lot, when is it going to happen? When is it going to, you know, it would be a huge addition to be fan. And then the minute it happens, like, how dare you call this guy? Well, you know, how dare you call a naturalized player from one day to the next? Uh okay. Uh so so you're saying they they're asking about him? Oh they were they were they were begging they were begging La Volpe to call him the minute he was available. And then he does it and then they're furious. I don't remember the begging, but Well that's what I was telling. I mean I used to watch the the, the Televi because that Televisa would come on like at ten between ten thirty, ten forty five and I would watch him about about two or three times a week. And and that was the narrative. The narrative, you know, they would just uh, they would always ask La Volpe about him, you know, every chance to, hey man, you know, Guilla Franco is going to be naturalized soon. Are you going to call him up? You know, we, we know he's been, he's been great in Monterrey. You know, he's been fantastic. He, he would be, he would be a, a you know, a, a help. You know, when is it going to happen? You know, is it going to happen? It just, uh, it always cracked me up. And then, then he does it. And then, and then, and then they start acting furious with him. How, how, how dare this guy call this guy up? Who does he think he is? I always found it peculiar that 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 that's how they how, that's how they treated that whole situation. Is I got a question on that though. In my like uh, soccer history, well, Mexican soccer knowledge, um, that was like the first time that a naturalized for me the naturalized issue came up really huge. Is that the case, or was there stuff before where? where... Uh, well, there was one in O two with uh, Caballero, and and I mean it's something that had happened. Uh, sporadically on and off, so it wasn't like the very first time that it happened. Uh, I know that happened a lot more back in the back in the earlier years. Was, the, was it? Did it blow up as much? Because it seemed like that's well, that what I it, couldn't tell you. Because the, the only one that I remember uh, specifically was O two, but I know that it had happened. You know, you know, before any of us were born. You know, it's, it's too bad that the uh, the Grand Maester is is in here because because he would probably <laughs> he would probably give us that information. But but I know it. I know that I know that it had happened before, and it had and it used to happen on a, on a pretty regular basis before. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I just remember liking. I mean, I actually liked him. He was he was impressive for Monterrey. But then, the whole natural naturalized stuff soured it. Why? Why do you why do you, why do you care? Because he wasn't he he wasn't. Uh, the huge deal to be, you know, on the national team and sacrifice your own players, your own Mexican players. What they, do you mean by sacrifice? He didn't even do anything, and it resulted to to be nothing really. When you when you bring a nationalized player on, and this has always been my position, when you bring a nationalized player, it's got to be somebody spectacular, not somebody that oh we've got someone equivalent to that, but just because he's from Argentina. Or from Brazil or whatever, we're going to take him because just like I was saying, uh, for Fuch, whoever's 
you know, the South American flavor of the week is going to be preferred and they're going to be looked at this. The Mexican player is undervalued and that, you know, what, do, what, how, how are they going to bring us to glory? We need, if a European player can come, then even better. That's first priority is European, second, South American, Brazilian, whatever. And then third, okay, the, the lowly Mexican. That's why Chivas is like everyone hates on Chivas. Oh, they're all Mexican. They're not going to do anything. And then what they do, it's like, Everyone tries to ignore it because, you know, a Mexican team just beat a bunch of European teams or, you know, South American players and stuff. But that's the whole, that's the whole deal with, uh, my opinion on the Giga and every naturalized guy that comes on. I guess it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. I, I was kind of, at least at, at that time, and I guess I still am. I'd rather it, I'd rather the national team be composed of, I guess more uh, just non-naturalized players. I mean, under certain circumstances, I guess I, I guess because you want them to, on some romantic level, like to actually like be Mexican, you know. And he clearly isn't. I mean, by law he is, but like as far as like what he considers himself, he never considered himself Mexican. So for, on that that step, when I was kind of like, never liked the idea of, of the naturalized player, and more than that. I always thought the World Cup is supposed to be a competition between countries testing out like uh, the different levels of each country's footballing. You know, a naturalized player who just happens to play in Mexico is not indicative of of the development of the of the. Of the country, it's well, not I mean, development of the. But isn't he indicative of, of of the level of play of the league, though? The level, yes. But that to me is, I don't think, I guess for me, that was never the point of the World Cup. It's not necessarily just to be able to best suit the, the just the best uh, technically eligible players. To me, it was supposed to be, I and mean, I still kind of see it that way. Like you, you want to see what 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 these countries are. Uh, are doing to develop their own national teams, you know. And if you're if you're using the product of another country, not 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 just because they were born there, but because they were formed there as players. I agree with then, that. Then it kind of just takes away some of the some of the some of the like they do success, and it kind of takes them a bit away because you're like thinking, well, this isn't a product product of what Mexico's the work that Mexico's done to 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 create a great national team. This is like a band, you know, a patch. Yeah, a patch, uh, a shortcut. Uh, you know, call it whatever you want. It, to me, that's it, it. Wasn't so much of a because I do think that, unfortunately, the la, the inness of, of the league and netness of the teams and the national team and the federation to produce enough players that a bunch of guys end up getting crapped on, like yeah, you know from fans who, who resent who resent them being there, but it's not their fault. He was I don't a, really blame them. It's, it's more of an... It's, they should be mad at everybody else. That's how how long teams. had he been, been in Mexico before he played in that World Cup? Oh, I have it up right now, I think. 2005? Oh, no, that was a national team. Yeah, so go to, go to his... You know, and that's what... That's kind of like one of the other reasons too that like you know sometimes when we get uh, caught up in the arguments in the internet with a 
opposing fans, you know, the U.S. That's what I find about them. Like, a lot of their best players aren't even developed in the U.S. They're actually relying on youth teams to, 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 to develop a lot of them. Like, and I think that's, that's a poor sign. Well, they, they'll take it where they can get it. Like the, it was. Yeah, no, I'm saying that, that that's 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 a that's not a recipe for, for. I don't think that's sustainable. Yeah, and it's not, and it's not, it's not gonna help you grow, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I agree, and that, that's why I think the U.S. is never. <clears throat> like I've always said, unless the NFL and NBA go away, the U.S. soccer is never gonna win anything. Not gonna... necessarily. Uh... I mean, I don't. I think it's going to be very difficult for the U.S. just because I mean, they have to. I mean, it's it's going to take you know generations to 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 get to work where clubs are are producing their own players at, at the level that that's happening in other parts of the world. So, uh, I don't necessarily think it has a lot to do with athletes as far as uh, I think know. it'll take generations of ex players to become coaches, right? And then, like, and I'm not just talking about, like, head coaches in MLS. I'm talking about just youth coaches and U20 coaches and just all of them having experienced a significant amount of coaching, quality coaching. Because I think that's ultimately, I mean, one of the bigger issues, right? I mean, I mean, well, let me put this, like, I do the, I do Dynamo games and Dynamo has an academy and, you know, know, Dynamo's been in Texas for, for over 10 years. And, uh, you know, they're just, they're just now getting to the point where guys are graduating from their academy and making it onto their senior side. Same with FC Dallas. I mean, it's just, and, and, and the other teams running well. So, and it, it is, it is something that's going to take, you know, it's, it's not going to happen overnight, but, but eventually, you know, over the next, you know, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to, they're going to be, you know, super duper fan, you know, fantastic and be on the level with Brazil and Argentina and that. But I think that, yeah, I mean, as long, as long as the, 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 the clubs are given the opportunity to, to do that. To, to 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 develop players, I think I think it will get better for the U.S. Uh, I think that that was something that uh, you know I know that that Jurgen was. I looking think they at have a chance to do that, but but I mean the, the chance I mean, of the, doing that. But coach isn't with us because because he he would have more insight on that. Make sure that they continue to get bucks of money. As long as they're able to secure that help, sustain some of those uh, youth teams and. and and yeah, maybe it'll get some traction and, and grow. I'm still very much. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, right now uh, they do the, the U.S. has they they're using the, the the patch method for sure because they're they just they just don't have a, as much of a body of of of, of quality players as uh, as you know at least as certainly as as the top countries do. But I mean, who does? I don't know. At least I, I guess for me. <laughs> And I guess I still feel this way. I'd rather lose. You'd rather lose what? Just I'd rather lose. I'd rather my national team lose and, and play less a player than than to just one so, guy like the, just. So like, you don't want any cell swords. No cell swords. No cell swords for you. Never have been. It's you know that's what club football is for. So if, if you go if you go to trial by combat, all right. 
No, I I, I understand that, and I, and, I, and I totally get that, and I, and I I understand. But you know, as you were saying, if there if the law says that he's available, then uh, by all means, I mean, I always thought that you know, Senior to me was a guy that uh, you know you know met his wife, had a family. You know, you know, he was you know did did he was he born in Mexico? Did, did was he you know made in Mexico? No, but he, but he spent his entire you know formidable career in Mexico, and and. I think Guille was. Uh, that's why I wanted to know when Guille started playing in Mexico because I don't necessarily think that was because. I mean, Guille. It was two thousand two. So he'd been in Mexico for three years. A year, three years. He was in San Lorenzo for since two thousand or ninety five to two thousand two. That's where he pretty much had his start. Is in Argentina. Came to Monterrey for a little bit. Had some good appearances. And he just wanted to go to the. He just wanted to go to the World Cup. Like I say, I don't. I don't. I don't blame him. I mean, I don't. I don't blame him for 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 those reasons. I mean, you know, at least that's one positive now. I mean, I, I don't think there's he hasn't even really hardly descended lately. It's the same with the U.S. The U.S. players or the Mexican American players. They they weigh their options just to see where their career is going to take them. In Mexico, they're not gonna, most likely, not gonna get to the national team. So they think they have a better shot at the. Or Bruce Arena talks to him, and they have a better shot, a shot in the U.S. So they choose the, that option. Nothing wrong with that. You know, lucky for them, lucky for them that that's an option. Yeah, exactly. That I think I think most most um, most countries, uh, most federations are gonna take the the more pragmatic approach. So I mean. I mean, if, like, I'm sure a lot of countries would be happy to suit up uh, 11 uh, naturalized Brazilians if they could. So um, I understand the that that, that mentality. Uh, but like I said, I just think that uh, picking a country's second best, play, best players probably ain't going to get you the World Cup. There's a couple of countries uh, that do that Brazilian thing. I think... Uh... Australia or some weird countries, and then an Asian com- country had a, and Spain of all countries. Well, Japan when they played, uh, uh, when they made their debut in '98, had a Brazilian guy by the name of Alex. Yeah, that played for, and you know, even Spain had Marco Senna when they won the first Euro in 2004. Uh, and and, and uh, been a fixture on the national team for you know for four or five years at that point. So I mean, again, this, Costa, too, wasn't it? Yeah. I so, mean, uh, yeah, it's it's not. I'm forgetting. I'm, I'm probably there was a there was a, a a a British Owen Hargraves was Canadian, and he and he played for the uh, British national because he had British. He was born in Canada, but had British parents. So, you know, yep. it's not like Mexico is the only country that does this, or the U.S. for that matter. Yeah, and I think, like you said, like you mentioned, in certain some circumstances, I think it is it is cool. You'd be like, yeah, I, have, I would have no issue with. I mean, with and that. that's why, like, like a player like Chirindrina, who again has had or or Chaco, I was I was really really hoping uh, when I had that Copa America to, the, that the, that that uh, Piojo was going to choose Chaco because, uh, in fact, I, I was hoping that he, <laughs> that he would make. A team of like uh, you know as many naturalizados 
close as possible to go play Copa America. Just, I mean, if you can play an alternate team, you know, why not? If you can't play your your guys, you either send it, a, it was a pretty dire for a while. I mean, they had Wilson, mm-hmm. yeah, Chirindrina. Did they ever try to? Um, uh, oh my! Or did he always uh, play for for Argentina? You, you I were, thought he was really good. You were cutting out. Who did you mention? Oh, I'm sorry, Bruno Marioni. Uh, you know, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if he ever uh, had played for Argentina. I was a big fan of his. He was great at Pumas. He wasn't good enough for Argentina. But he was good enough for Pumas. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was, you know, I remember when uh, when uh, Achita when he was at Decos, and then later with Santos, man, he was out. He was outstanding, and he had and he played so well for so long. I was like, man, I would have loved to have had yeah. had, had a you know. If was, I mean, you know, again, another guy who you know played a, a good chunk of his career. I remember, uh, remember Decos' girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she used to post. I think she used to party with him uh, when they were in uh, when she was in Zapopan. Because she posted a couple pictures with, with. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. She felt his fade. She uh, uh, flat no, top? definitely, uh, yeah, definitely uh, ran her fingers through the flat top. I believe she got cut like a knife. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean that that would that certainly would have been fun to have. Uh, and I think know. sometimes we we do get uh, sauce. Like if, if he had been called up, I I don't think I would have. I well, mean, geez. I didn't have an issue. I remember in that Honduras game, the Mexico ended up losing when 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 the uh, Chaco was subbed in. The crowd was going Chaco. They were saying Chaco, Chaco. You remember that? They were cheering for him. I actually don't remember that. But uh... Chiquis, you remember that? No, I don't remember the, the cheering. I do remember when he went in. He, he he never he never impressed me, even back Ch- in the day. Chaco. Are you serious? Uh, I was more anxious for you're that. like you're like you're like the hardest guy in the world to impress. Oh yeah, you that you know, Cristiano Ronaldo man, he's just average. All he does. I'm, I'm I was more impressed with like uh, Leandro Augusto. I would have liked to see him in his prime get called. I would have loved to have seen it. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was excellent. I think then that was like someone who, man, I, like I I think when I. I didn't even know he wasn't Mexican. You know, he is on the staff right now at, at Pumas. They should just, I mean, seriously, if, I think if they have any chance of survival, they just need to put Leandro in charge and just say, Leandro, just do it. I thought you were going to say put him in the, put him in the game. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like on no. with, uh, what's his name? Close he's me. an assistant for, he's an assistant for, uh, for Pumas. And this, hey, guy, it just, he was Hugo's assistant. This guy needs to, enough. You know, he. Uh, I, 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 I would, uh, I, I would hand the reins over to Leandro. Seriously, so he's uh, showing the best promise. Well, he's an assistant, so I mean, and, and, and honestly, it can't get any worse than what we have right now. Yeah. So, I mean, he was one of my favorite players. He is, you know, he's another guy. I, I, I love watching him. Who must through and through? Yeah, I just thought like, dude, just constantly ran. Was always, uh, always seemed like he was an open guy. He was, he was great. I loved watching him. I believe his parents were Polish, and he was born in Brazil. If I'm not mistaken, he definitely had a unique look. Yeah, 
Yeah, so hopefully, uh, boy, I'm, I'm not, not, this is like the, uh, like the letters in Starbucks, or in Star Wars, rather, coming up where it says A New Hope, and I see the name Leandro Augustus kind of floating by. I think that that, 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 that could be what, uh, what unlocks the, uh, the door for Pumas, is, is, is Leandro. Now, now, now I have at least something to cling to as a, as, as, as a Pumas fan that is. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. We need to record yeah. uh, the message and then put it in R2 for Leandro to, for Leandro to see it. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> exactly. Well, boys, it's probably a, a good time to, uh, to wrap up the show, but I thought we had a good show tonight. We, we, all, we, all, we, uh, everyone was bringing the heat. It's good. Time flew. It's already 12. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, we got our, our, our two hour, 20 minute, you know, 15 minute show in. So, uh, it was good. I hope that, uh, everyone that uh, listened to this enjoyed this. Uh, I know we have folks that, uh, don't get a chance to listen live, but, uh, do, uh, download the podcast and we appreciate that. And, uh, of course you can do that at the podcast center on iTunes and, also for you uh, Android folks on, on the Google Play. And are we on SoundCloud yet, Chiki? Did we make SoundCloud? Uh no, that's it's a separate platform. So uh I mean you can't you can't just like create an MP three and uh and well, I do MP threes. I'd have to upload them to both places. I could start uploading. I uploaded one episode to uh SoundCloud, but I have I'd have to continuously um upload. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. I'll just upload uh uh, to both places. Well, it can't take you that long to do it, right? Yeah, not really. I mean, you just you just drag you just drag it and dropping. Yeah. All right. Well, no. So hopefully we'll be on SoundCloud too. Then that'll give us uh, at least the um, the latest episodes. You know, it's too bad that uh, that we didn't hear from Nate uh, Aburrea last week. I think he was I think he was in Mexico City. I think the earthquake had happened. I think he wanted to talk to us about the earthquake last week. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully we'll have uh, we'll have Nate on soon so he can tell us about his experiences uh, covering some games down in Mexico, which he's been doing over the past uh, week or so. So we'll uh, well we will uh, make sure to have that uh, for you folks that listen to us loyally and religiously. We appreciate it. Dan, thank you so much for joining. I know that you have to get up early tomorrow, so uh, thanks for hopping on. Thanks a lot. Pleasure as always, guys. Yeah. Chikis, thanks again for doing all your all your technical wizardry yeah. that you do, as always. I appreciate oh. it. No problem. Have a good evening. Thank you. And uh, I do want to say a shout-out to uh, our, 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 our to Joel, who joined us. I had the drop-off a little while ago. We do appreciate having Joel on. And uh, hopefully we'll have uh, Mr. Ronda Luna and, uh, and uh, Rigoberto Ayala back on with us. Soon, though, it's, it's been a while for, 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 for both of them. Hopefully, we'll get them back on. And so I do want to end the show, um, if y'all will indulge me. Uh, I do work uh, here in, in, in Austin, in Austin, Texas, and uh, we do have a, a kind of a media family, you know, guys that, uh, that, that you work with in and around town and different things. And uh, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Sean Adams who uh, was a, a radio personality here. He was on in the mornings on, uh, on one of the sports uh, stations, uh, a guy that I'd run into at, at Texas games and, uh, and other events, just a really, really, really good guy, real positive guy, a guy who always looked at every situation uh, fairly and uh, 
uh, and I was always one to uh, uh, look at the bigger picture in almost every issue, regardless of what it was. Um, someone that I would just kept things down there with. Unfortunately, he, uh, uh, on his uh, getting ready to go to Los Angeles to cover the Texas game, passed away suddenly. They had a heart attack and uh, passed away. Uh, he was 46 years old. And uh, it's just a, a devastating news, obviously, for 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 his uh, for his family. I know he leaves behind a wife and two kids that are that are in high school, and it just uh, I cannot begin to imagine the fact that the next Texas game I go to, which will be in a couple of weeks, that I'm not going to see Sean there because you know I've you know we, we we've seen each other for the better part of 15, 16 years, uh, and at different uh, events and stuff around town, and. Uh, so he's he's really going to be missed, and it's uh, it's 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 sad to see somebody uh, like that go as young as he did, and uh, you know that that's why you know we always say that we need to cherish every moment that we have while we're here because we don't uh, you know we don't know when it's gonna when it's gonna end for us. So you know I'll leave you all with that. Just make sure that you uh, cherish every moment that you have while you're on this blue green thing that we call Earth. So. And uh, my condolences to Sean and his and his family. Anyway, that will do it uh, here on the on the Cantina Mekis pod, podcast. My name is John Jagu. Uh, glad to have you guys on uh, with us. Uh, we're on every Thursday night at nine thirty Central, live on YouTube, and of course you can download this and uh, our previous editions uh, at the podcast center on iTunes as well as uh, Google Play, and, and, and coming soon on to SoundCloud. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>